Hello everyone, we are Roll Initiative D&D and welcome to part two of Tyranny of the Black Hand story recap. Here we will continue the journey that the players have taken before recording to help bring you up to speed with character developments and main story points. If you haven't checked out part one, go listen to that before continuing with this episode. For all our extra content, go and check out our socials, we're everywhere. But for now, let's bring you way back to an arc known as Distance is Growth. Within this arc, we continue on from just after breaking out Yelvin from prison within Borussia, where they traveled and teleported most of their allies that they have collected out to Kelu's Dragon Sanctuary. Which in doing so, there wasn't really much there. There wasn't really a whole lot left of the Dragon Sanctuary. A lot of it has been either covered in ice, destroyed from the battle that was there um, from the Black Hand and the Dragons. But it was a safe place for now and a way for them to get away from everything and recuperate, regenerate, and think of a plan of action, somewhere to go next. So in doing so, they built more of a sanctuary for them for their allies which their allies at the time which that includes yelvin which they took with him samuel yeah samuel marigold which is landon's mother um terra which is landon's ex missus sort of situation ship yeah this relationship, we're in the relationship, it's, it's, it's tough. It's complicated. Um, but anyway, um, Diana, which is Landon's sister, uh, which you figured out in the last arc, um, which we talked about. And I believe that's everyone that you brought with you, except obviously the party, which is Kelly, Landon and Rob. Um, but yeah, you guys went off and turned the sanctuary into more of a home which was quite fun, a bit, a little bit of a downtime, really. Um, not a whole great deal happened during this time, uh, mostly sort of going out and going some shopping in some nearby villages and, and towns and teleporting other, other places to, to gather resources to build and, and whatnot. Um, yeah. You get to know a bit more about Yelvin and a bit of his backstory with how sort of fucked up his mind is from what's happened to him being locked in prison um, and trying to regain his memories as somebody maybe have been tampered with his mind um which you guys figured out but you helped him recover his, his memories and get him back on his feet which took some time but you you did help him with that um uh, marigold sort of setting up a bit of her own like cooking station uh, which was quite nice allowing you guys to uh to eat as well there um while terra sort of went off and did some hunting and um and did some other various sort of chores and errands uh, within local villages and towns to to help supply with food and fresh drinks and and resources um am i right by saying that when you arrived here you've was it after sort of exploring this the sanctuary you guys found an entrance that went deeper yeah we found the like lower half of the sanctuary where the, yeah was, like, we found it after a, a little um puzzle 
Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. as good as you thought yeah. it was. Yeah, the... it's it is one of the, the first cipher. sort of yeah. So it was one of the first uh, puzzles that I designed that was to use like ciphers and things and more visual elements compared to more of like a riddle or anything that I used previously. Um, so long. But yeah, it was quite a long one, um, and it was to do with this whole entire like dragon sac statue of Asgaroth, um, and mm. a whole like wall of uh, of stuff. But they they figured it out eventually anyway, and it didn't quite go to plan. There was I, I messed up with something, and I didn't do something quite correctly with actually planning the uh, the whole puzzle. But it was it was fine. It was it was. I think it spelled, it spelled like Absgroth or something. Like that. Yeah, it, 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 felt, it didn't quite spell. <laughs> yeah, it was something, or one of the letters was done like twice or something where it shouldn't have been, or something like that. But oh well, yeah. um, it was still fun nonetheless. But after doing so, it, re it sort of led you into a deeper chasm of the actual dragon sanctuary, which was locked away from um, from most people anyway. It sort of kept secret. Within this lower chamber, was uh, was it a Bahir that was down there? I think it was yeah. two Bahirs. Oh, yeah, it was two Bahirs. Yeah, two Bahirs that you fought, which was actually a really cool encounter, I quite thought. That it was quite in interesting. Yeah, it was cool. Um, thematic. Yeah, it was really thematic with them sort of like clinging off the, the spike from like the ceiling that was down there. Yeah. Um, and sort of fighting you in this, uh, this long sort of like like stone bridge mm -hmm. almost that was mm -hmm. going across the whole area, which was really interesting, really cool. Um, and they were sort of talking to you as, at the same time as well, sort of talking to you in Draconic, to you, Kello, at least, and sort of, you know, threatening you as if to be like, yeah, we, we came here because we know the dragons are dead. Um, and, yeah. you know, you're no match for us, like, but you, you defeated them anyway. Um, which I think you guys actually killed and took some of their meat to cook as well. Yeah, I mean, we, we, yeah, we, yeah, we used everything from them. Yeah, well, you used a lot of things from them. Um, I think Landon even used some of the, like, was it their like their tusks or something? You use something to yeah. they use electric electrical stuff, don't they? So you used some of that to tap into. Yeah, uh, I use some of their your... stuff to make, scales uh, uh, as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kalu's yeah. uh, armor. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, which is uh, like Kalu. Yeah, which is really cool. Horns and the some broken horns. So uh, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. It was really cool. Um, but after doing that, you guys spent this sort of time to talk to the rest of the allies and amongst yourselves to bring you further into what you want to decide to do next. Um, which, other than that, I don't think really a lot too much happened, really. I mean, this arc was pretty much just our, like, recuperating. It was. Yeah, it, it wasn't, I wouldn't say, it lasted, I think it lasted a couple of sessions. It was about two um, or three sessions, I think. Yeah, it's about two or three sessions. Like two weeks, somewhere. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it wasn't like That's a not crazy amount of time. time. Yeah. Um, but with it the whole sanctuary... Oh, no, carry on, carry on. Uh, I think some of the things that happened... The gang basically like competed against each other to see who was like... Oh, like, how many, yeah. Not stronger, but like we trained against each other for a well, little bit. Yeah, we were training Yelvin, weren't we, to get him back we to strength. And then we just trained his ass for no gambling. reason. Even well, training. Well, I didn't kick his ass. I actually used like, utility. I used utility on him. You okay? I used fog, him. I used fog cloud and then made him sink into a lake. Okay, it's not my yeah. fault. But you know, he's learned. 
He's got a cool. He sword. has. Watch the news. He has. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's 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 a good boy. I think it's a love hate relationship with Yelvin with Kellum. I think it's sort of like he wants. Yeah, to I mean both. that's not a real relationship. So hey. Yeah, well, yeah. true. Yeah, love hate. You know, <laughs> yeah. tough love. Yeah, I'm a tough love kind of kind of guy. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kara, Kara, by the way. True. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so after that, you guys decided to leave them behind with Samuel sort of setting up some defenses anyway um, around the whole entire of the sanctuary and making it more of a base of operations. Whereas you guys mm. then stepped out towards Crake, which was your next move. Yeah, we wanted to start going towards Belsies. Yeah, up towards yeah, which, which the only way we knew of was an unconventional boat up yeah. to the north, which we had no clue what yeah. the fuck I meant. Which um, we, we, I all thought it was, an, it was going to be an airship time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, far from it. Far um, from it, yeah. But yeah. It was still fun, though. It was, it was. We'll dive into but if, yeah, if you uh, haven't already, um, on our Instagram and stuff, we have some pictures of the maps that are designed by myself um, that are available out on there for you to go and have a look at, which will give more of a context as to where things are um, and give more perspective of distance from places. Um, but uh, yeah, so they traveled to Crake, but to get up north, it would be a hell of a trek if they were to go by foot. Um, to get all the way to where they wanted to do. It would have taken them probably about like three months to actually get where they wanted to go to. So they thought that it would be a lot easier to travel by boat. So they went to Craig to seek out some kind of vessel. And that was their plan. Um, which really ends the distance's growth arc. Um, I know it's only brief, but... Well, yeah. sort of, I mean, there is... There's quite a any... few things prominent that we've missed already. Yeah. Oh, is there? Um, uh, number one, we got we spoke to Boban from the the heist. I think like a week after. And oh he, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. Landon know about the the Concord, which was a document they have that they found when they snuck into the Namit family's palace or something like that. Um, basically, it was a document to say that most of the funds from the Namit family were being siphoned into the Black Hand, which got our suspicions up about Krill and has now developed into a fully-fledged hate for that man slash thing. Because he ah, is he's a good an man, asshole. Um, so there was that. They did the whole heist while we were gone in the background. And then there was also Yelvin's backstory. I mean, Yelvin gave a huge backstory about how he, like, you know, through his generations, um, a sword had sort of been passed through, and he's sort of been looking after different parts of the kingdom, um, and actually fought Voriak and Helvienna before, so he's got ties to the Black Hand and their hatred. But the biggest thing that stood out was um, when he started describing his torture, um, he named a person called Lucian, who's part of the Umbral Shrouds. Which are, mm. as of the first started recording episodes, is what we're sort of tackling now. Is taking them down one by one and then getting to Hell Vienna, the big, the big bitch 
making sure that we can <laughs> beat the shit out of her eventually. Um, but yeah, he sort of said that there was um, one for each type of sin, which is cool. Yeah. So, which um, Samuel also sort of helped confirm that as well, didn't he? Yeah. Because he's obviously sort of from I think from last episode we went into the fact that Samuel was sort of like the, the pinky of the black hand. Right. Man, that was a fun session. It was. It was a fun session. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, now I think that's it. Yeah. I don't think I there's anything else. <laughs> Other than I you, you and Rob just went off and talked to like, what was a Manticore? Oh. The beast of Griffin. <laughs> yeah. The beast It's something I was involved in, and you guys were just like. We, we got drugged around with a magic we, we, we were foraging, and then we accidentally ate some. Some Dreams. mushrooms or something that just okay. set us off. Yeah. yeah. And then we just went on a, a, a killing spree. Um, So that was fun. Well, did, didn't you? Because like you, you ended up fighting the Manticore, and Rob was trying to stop you from Rob fighting. Rob was trying it. to stop me. From yeah, because yeah. he didn't understand that it's kind of a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. Then again, so technically is Rob, but Rob is Rob, so Rob yeah. is Rob. There is no words to describe that mine at all. He is just Rob. I mean, other than that, I guess, like, on the way to Crake, like, with Scar, there's, like, weapons going to Deerstall. True, uh, we did finish. We did uh, visit there, didn't we? Yeah, because. Yeah, uh, by Deerstall. Mm. Yeah, because when you guys left, the closest sort of way to teleport was in the Cylinor. Was the closest yeah, you could I teleport think we had to, to sneak out. Yeah, and when you guys visited a Cylinor after sort of the whole takeover of Hell Vienna, there was this whole craziness that was happening with this war that was going on towards the west, yeah. the orcs, yeah. and you guys were a little bit like, whoa, what's going on? A lot of the elven warriors have now, and guards and stuff, have now changed their colours from this whole like purple, gold and white colour to this black and red. Um, mm -hmm. And, and white, which was a complete different change. They look, their armor looked different. Um, there's a lot of people going about and getting prepared for war. As you guys are trying to sneak through and not get detected by anything, which you, I was surprised that you guys managed to pull off, but you did, uh, which was good. Good at what we do. Yeah, you're good at what you yeah. do. Which is, which is actually like you said that you um, were talking about that you got this inkling to Lucy, and you did actually see him um at one yeah. stage you did actually see him while you were sneaking through um as he was on like a pedestal giving orders to people which mm -hmm. was uh um which was kind of interesting um but yeah you went up to the uh, deer stall sort of investigate a little bit i don't think you were there for that long no, we were just passing by, like just we. Passing by, really. Yeah. We discovered there's weapons going to your stall, and that it's being fortified for something. Uh, then on the way to actual Crake, 
uh, we discover that Boriak is back. Oh yeah. Ah uh, yeah, the whole yeah. We woman encounter. Yeah, we encountered like a stone giant fighting against like another guy, and then I don't remember if the stone giant dies or not. But re I remember discovering that Boriak is back because of the one of them dies. And there's like a black goo around him. Yeah, the plague that's... from several arcs ago. The whole yeah. thing is kind of like his yeah. way of moving between forms, I guess. Yeah. 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 Gross. Which you figured out is like like a worm. It's how it's infected. Very similar to mm -hmm. like um, how uh, illithids sort of do their thing, I guess. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Fucking gross. Yeah. It is gross. It is gross. Um, but that's part of the Black Hand, and that's why they're so disgusting and evil. Um, but anyway, you guys reached Crake, and which is where we move away from Distance's growth and going to the next arc. Exactly. The next arc would be a Kraken time we've had. Uh, put on Kraken. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love cracking with some. It was definitely cracking. <laughs> hey, Mentola. Uh, so yeah, uh, this arc basically starts in Crake. Uh, basically meeting up with the mayor and him informing us about the our basic way of transport to uh north uh, through the ocean. Uh, he inform he informs of informs us about Captain Salvatore and of the uh, the lady the lucky lady submarine, which yeah, yeah. the submarine, was, the submarine. <laughs> it's a sub it's a fucking sub yeah it was a sub on this bitch it was quite funny because I thought that. Like they had it all in their mind, being like, "Oh, we're gonna get a boat. It's gonna be cool. We're gonna travel like a boat or an airship." Pirate time. Yeah, pirate, pirate time. Art. Pirate time. And then I was like, "Do you know what? No, let's do something completely different." I was thinking in my mind, I want them to be so hyped for like doing a boat trip, and then they get there and it's just this like ginormous submarine, and they're like, "What? This is not what we expected." Um, but it was really fun, nonetheless. Better than a boat. Better yeah, way boat. better than a boat. Way better than a boat. <laughs> Plus, it made sense with the whole steampunky Craig vibes. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. 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 It one hundred percent makes sense with the vibe of Craig. Oh yeah. I just love the um, like Captain Nemo vibe that it gave off. You know. Really, yeah. It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. Hell yeah. Uh, that's where we meet some of the crew. We meet Anton, the surveyor. We meet Brayleth, who definitely. Kelly doesn't have a crush on at all. Yeah, damn. Um, we meet Garrett. What's his name? Garrison. Yeah, the Harrison. um, yeah. the ranger guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah, literally yeah. what I got in my notes. Ranger guy. Yeah, yeah he's basically oh, I, I have... the, he's like the hunter of the group, really. Yeah. Uh, I have I have missed a guy with a stick up his ass. I don't know oh, why. What, Garrison? You wrote yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Someone said your notes. Fair enough. To be fair, yeah. he is, yeah. 
It was about Tarek or Tanek? Tarek? Tarek, yeah. The, the Tarek, Tarek yeah. The, the, old, the old soul of the crew. Yeah. He was the sort of the the like the submarine driver basically yeah and then lastly was elmar which was the he was the man feeding the engine and maintaining the engine and all that mm -hmm. um we basically accompanied them uh to ferry some quote unquote legal goods <laughs> yeah. uh across malin 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 why did i say malin Malin. 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 We got across Malin. Uh across Malin and Imeron. Um they sometimes die for lost treasures and you know, do some research on the fauna and the monsters down in the ocean. Mm. Um one of the this is not part of the like overall discussion, but honestly, that one of the funniest moments in our entire campaign was <laughs> the <laughs> yes, one hundred percent was Rob farting into the intercom and it reverberating throughout the entire <laughs> ship. Uh, so honestly, one adults. of the funniest fucking moments in the whole campaign. I think yeah, yeah adults. It's up we there. we yeah. were sat there for like twenty minutes, giggling like so much. Like oh, yeah. so, so we could barely breathe. We were graphing that. Much. Just, yeah, I was crying. I yeah, was, I was so immersed. I was like, you know, Captain Nemo, this submarine sick. We're gonna go fucking diving. We're gonna go super underwater. And I'm like, this is cool as fuck. And then Rob just comes out with the whole like, ah uh, uh, yeah, I've had uh, I've had some bad food whilst on the boat. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just played the uh, reverb fart MP3. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it was. It. I don't know what it was, but the emotion nah. it just fucking broke me. I was that gone. broke me too. I was gone. I was gone. I was. Um, that's the thing. This is why I I have like regretted the fact that we didn't record this from like the, the get go because it would have been some of the moments that we've had so far. It's just been. Like, oh, absolutely. Five hour, 100%. The five hour episode with an hour of us laughing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, we basically started traveling. Uh, we've had some minor attacks by some mer people, some fish people. The Shahooligan. So, who? Exactly. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, from there, we travel to the ruins of the rain. The rain, yeah, the rain, the rain, spelling and pronunciation ain't my best, so fuck it. Uh, which is the home of <laughs> an ancient aquatic elves. Um, it was like the city yeah. one there, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. Yeah, so quite a long time ago, there was a deep city that was sort of kept out of the way, really. They didn't involve themselves mm -hmm. too much with anything else. But um, yeah, it's just like their ancient ruin of Nareen, which is the city of underwater elves, basically. Um, it's basically what it was. Yeah, we stopped there, didn't we? Just to see if we could fucking pick anything out. Yeah, because like, didn't the... Didn't, wasn't the the woman that was on the 
whatever her name was. The, the woman that was yeah, wasn't Braylith sort of interested in, and that's why they He's, stopped yeah. off there because she's, she's like the researcher. I think we yeah. stopped up there because of the of the treasure first, and then research. Yeah. 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 Treasure yeah. first, always, always. Yeah, treasure first. Really? Yeah. Uh, from, oh yeah. Uh, bu -bu -bu. the seals basically. Well, I can't speak now. So, <laughs> just of the ruins, the seals abandoned the city because of the Sahu again, and basically just up and left. There's a. I didn't really write that much. Well, built 400 to 500 years ago. Uh, yeah, I've got that. Surprise. Home to. Oh, I've got little, it. Oh. A little Gassier. A little Gassier. What a name. Yeah. Yeah, the sea elves. Yep. And we basically just start looting the place, you know? We got some fucking nice silver mm. chalices, obsidian statues. Mm -hmm. A golden dragon, you know, Quite all that jazz. So just, to, just to sort of picture for the people that are listening, just to picture this sort of in your mind with how the city was sort of structured. It was quite deep down, but it was built into like rocks and things that were deep in the ocean. Um, sort of built on the sides of the rocks and things and in cracks and in between them. So there was, it was quite like cramped, but it was almost spaced out because of the sort of the natural underground of the water um, that they they used to, to build what it was. I mean, what was what's left of it anyway? Um, but it was, yeah, just to sort of give you that that sort of mental image. And some, place of it, some places of it were quite deep down and dark. I don't think you, you didn't actually explore it all. There was a lot more than what you guys sort of went to yeah i think we were a bit hesitant because oh, there yeah. was the mention of a leviathan and we had no idea what that is other yeah. than bad so we were kind of Hell bad. To, yeah we were a bit hesitant to uh go a bit too deep yeah um uh but we still, still did we yeah, still we did still... yeah uh we discovered a uh, little puzzle for i believe it was a trident right yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, what was it called? Wave or something like that? Yeah, wave. Yeah. It was like a yeah. that none of us could use, but yeah. sold for a pretty penny. Truly. <laughs> uh, we basically had to solve this puzzle, which, not gonna lie, I love the puzzles and shit. I completely saw down for this one. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, like, I. I like uh, is it the I one with the different know. statues? Yeah, there's statues, yeah. all that. It was full of statues, and it was like A killed C, B killed D. Who's who's the murderer? Who's the yeah. murderer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was like, who was the murderer out of them all? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, uh, it was interesting because they each had like, uh, wasn't didn't each of them have like a passage that they they had yeah along with yeah. them? Yeah, like, like like sort of. Yeah, you had to like a figure out which one. B was D never lies. C was doing something, D is sus. And then there A was. Is us before notice of crime. Yeah, there was like uh, a pedestal in the center with a dagger on, and you had to slot it in the person that you thought that was the killer, and you had to kill, yeah. like, put the knife into whichever one you thought it was, uh, which you got it right, but it was, uh, yeah, it was good. 
I honestly don't even remember what the answer was. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I, I can't it was remember. A, it, was, it was years ago. It was A yeah. because B said D is known for oh D is known for never telling lies, and then D said A is very suspicious. Yeah. So we were like, screw it, let's go for A, and it was. Yeah. And then we got yeah. the cool ass white uh, wave trident. Exactly, then... which still triggered uh, a boss fight. Well, well, a boss fight is what you could call it, yeah. So, so we had to fight a kraken at level twelve. Well, <laughs> <or something laughs> sort, sort of. Um, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as fight it at this stage. We uh, had to survive. Yeah, I my character almost got TPK'd because A, I didn't have any spells, B, I couldn't breathe, C, I couldn't cast spells because it was yeah. underwater. So Same. they they had... They from, almost died. From the actual submarine themselves, from the lucky lady, they had this whole like breathing apparatus that uh, that they had, but one of them had to have this sort of big backpack on that, um, that generated oxygen from the water, and they had to stay within like a limit around each other, um, otherwise it would disconnect. From yeah, each other. And they had like these sort of like cables that were attached to each person with like a mask on, but they weren't allowed. They couldn't talk to each other um, in any way unless they had like te tele like telepathy or anything like mm -hmm. that. They could talk to each other, but they had no way of actually communicating really, other than like hand signals and things. And for verbal, if there's any spells that they had that were verbal, which most of them were, they yeah. had no way of actually casting spells. So it was really limited on what especially Kello and Landon could really use which yeah. was like sort of they didn't realize that at the time but when it came to the whole like crack and coming out it was a little bit like uh, oh uh, Kello, yeah Kello, Kello was literally like oh uh, I want to cast this and I was like yeah you can't and I was like yeah and he was like why yeah. why can't I? I was like you you have to speak and you can't speak and he was like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. So, and then yeah, I looked through all my verbal the ones that don't require verbal and I think I had three of which yeah. all three were completely useless <laughs> <laughs> so i i almost died uh yeah. which was scary but really fucking good boss fight the whole yeah. like, really fun boss. Uh, segment where we were like are we gonna fight this probably not and then the, the whole like running away to the submarine was intense yeah. yeah trying to go through like the ravine bit getting away from it it was yeah it was a cool oh, yeah uh, very like oh i don't know picturesque cinema it was yeah. Uh, it was more pitch rest when we got to the sub and we started manning the sub gun. Blasted the fuck yeah. off. Blasted the motherfucker. Yaz. It was such a fun boss, honestly. Meet technology nature. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> if... Was this a, spe a special type of Kraken or over? It was, yeah. So it yeah. was a special type of Kraken. Which actually, from. The newest episode, uh, the extended part of the newest episode, you actually found find out where the Kraken actually came from. Um, uh, from the oh, newest yeah, episode, if you haven't listened to it already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was actually yeah. from uh, from Aton. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Aton actually was trying to track you guys down, and he brought a Kraken egg with him. Uh, he just had yeah. one with him, and uh, yeah, it decided to hatch. <laughs> that's the Kraken that came after you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Even in another yeah. campaign, he still finds a way to fuck so. He fuck does. He does. Over. Um, the reason why I think the reason why he had a Kraken egg is me and Wimby and uh, me and Matt were talking about it. Is that he was trying to work on like a, a rapid growth 
or something right. on the egg, and he ended up accidentally like activating it or something and, and overgrowing, it, it. overgrowing yeah. it to the point where it was yeah typical yeah <laughs> so right. but yeah that's why it was there in the first place anyway um uh, <laughs> we managed to kill the kraken though kicked his ass hell yeah, yeah. so bad hell yeah Oh, one thing and... I just want to, I do want to add, um, which I didn't actually give you guys at the time. It's only just a little bit of an extra detail when we're actually doing that session is that um, you've probably guessed this anyway, but most of the actual submarine, it was kind of a one of a kind. There wasn't really much of any other submarines built at the time. Um, and the weapons that you actually used on it were developed by Colt, um, who developed guns and stuff and whatever within this time yeah. period. He actually, um, his work, he actually worked on this submarine um during Cole. his lifetime so uh, just a little bit of an yeah. extra detail oh, there which i didn't give you guys at the time um right. which I, forgot, I forgot to but yeah uh, i just we remembered love we love colt yeah yeah <laughs> no hard feelings yeah. right <laughs> fuck you oh well it is what it is it is what it is uh but yeah we killed it we looted its fucking body for materials like yep. you and in you went, in, you went inside and, yeah. it yeah we went inside it and shit in there it's cool yeah. as fuck you got some like vials of like it's venom and stuff and it's mm. like yeah it was it was cool it was really cool you guys going inside and looting its piece like insides some loot yes. and stuff within its stomach um cutting open into different areas of its actual body and its anatomy which right. is, is awesome the fact that you guys were doing that yeah we got some of its materials some of them can be sold some of them can be used for magical stuffs i think i still have some i don't remember i have to recheck that shit. but anyway from there we made our way to our to the uh crew's benefactor uh little, oh yeah we little guy called abaddon um he was a morkoth so, for those who don't know, Morkoths are like aquatic beings that love to hoard, and they're they look like squids, kind yeah, of like like their hordes of treasure on top of them, like squid dragons. It's yeah, the best way is, the best way kind of if any of you have watched Moana, is it Moana that has like the kraken that's at the yeah kraken, the little well, crab. Well, it's not a kraken, it's a crab. crab. Yeah, the crab. Yeah. Uh, I sort of like based it a little bit off of that with yeah. um, sort of this whole hoarder that's within the seas that likes to collect things and he has this this whole hoard of just like magic items and just gold a bit more and... sinister yeah just right. a bit more, less just, yeah. less singing and dancing and more yeah yeah imminent death Holy... and also a guy who's interested in prophecies as well yes he is which was handy true he also we basically just talk to him exchange collection uh he gave us some pretty neat stuff like a certain little map we haven't used in a bit which mm -hmm. basically oh, yeah. lets us see where the people we've met are in places that we've been uh it's a neat little map we haven't been able to use in a little bit but maybe because we are stacked in magic magic items mm -hmm. yeah we do have a lot yeah 
Uh, I think there was a moment where we were like, should we just fight this guy and steal everything? At first, when you you guys actually went there, it was a little bit of a, He was like sort of threatening you almost to start with, wasn't he? Um, he was. Calvin yeah. Not like him. <laughs> um, he was sort of threatening you to start with. And then because Morkoths, they have this ability to be able to shift their, like, if they have their own island, which is their lair, they have the ability to be able to shift it entirely to a completely new plane. Um, which he did. He ended up like sort of just shifting the whole entire island with them on it to, um, to I think it was the astral plane, I believe, that he just shifted you all to the astral plane. And you guys were all there, and then he sort of confronted you and said, "Look, you know, uh, I, I, not to harm you or anything, and wanted to actually talk to you guys, which was interesting." Yeah, it was a, it was a rough one, because yeah. like we could it kill was so much, but also that would have been a rough fight, straight after a kraken as well. Hell no. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, he gave us that. Yeah, well, he was he was a fun little wiener to talk to. Uh, from there, I mean, we kept traveling. We ended up finding a little like, what's that, a crescent moon island? Yeah, Chand yeah, Chandale Island, something like that. Um, oh, and the pirates made, outside. The pirates outside, but that's before yeah. something. Yeah. It, the pirates were on the island, weren't they? They were, but I think we didn't know that till after what we're about to talk to. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Because we go back to Avedon. We speak to him the first time. And then we go back. Can we go back to him? I yeah, we, go we back do. Him. We do, because I've got session 47. We speak to Avedon. And then session fifty, we act, we we go back, and then he tells he us about the he tells us about the the planes to do with the. But yeah, anyway, do the vault and then yeah. But yeah, so we arrived to this crescent moon island. We decided to explore a little bit. We found a little like, uh, tinsy like, uh, what's it called. Oasis type door. deal. <laughs> Before anything, we find this nice little oasis, get to chill, and then we explore a little bit more. And that's when we find the vault door. Uh, this vault, this little vault door, this little like little dungeon type deal. It's really fun. Not gonna lie. Uh, let me see. Oh, this was um. Gambling the dungeon. Oh, it was <laughs> basically gambling the dungeon. Yeah, it really, uh, really triggered the uh, the old nerves in the head. Yeah, it was. I I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed. Oh, this it idea. was it was really good. Um, like short term happiness, and then afterwards yeah. it was all gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was beautiful. I absolutely loved it. It was so fun to design. Yeah. Uh, I believe in the vault we find the book prophecies. No, 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 no. Oh, you have had the book no. of prophecies. I've for had it for ages. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had it for ages. it's when I transferred it to you. Right, I gave it to you. Yeah, right. with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, with... Let me see... This time oh, yeah. was where we uh, found all the legendary items to gain, to gain passage, one must sacrifice their greed until satisfied. Oh yeah. That was a little riddle to enter, right? Yeah, I think we have to give up something, which I think yeah. we used... The, was it the trident? Did we use the trident for this? Or? It might have been. It was something. You used something else. Used something. Oh, we gave the trident to uh, Abaddon. Ah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I don't know what we got used to get in this, uh... Use something. In here. Oh, we use something. Um, we basically discover that it's a... It's a dungeon. Not a dungeon, but like a maze dedicated to... The god Merkul? 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 Merkul. Merkul. Was he the god of that? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Rough. Rough. Yeah. Which you guys didn't know yeah. at the time. You, did, you guys didn't know, didn't know until like afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It was so nice when he spoke to us. That was fun. That was that was a that yeah. was a very yeah. It was some press-ons. So within us, within the maze, it wasn't just a tradi traditional normal maze when they entered in. It was mm -hmm. actually. It, it sort of like shifted, so when they entered into and turned a corridor, it changed, and it wasn't the same. So like when they turned back and go down the corridor and turn the corner, it would have been like a completely different corner. It was at all, like the maze was like shifting, yeah, them, depending on what where they went, which was really interesting. Like sometimes they would go into a room, they would find something or fight something. Um, they would come out of that room and then not go back into the same corridor, go into like a completely different room. And it was, it was really strange. It was, they were like, what, where are we now? Um, trying to find sort of what, uh, as much as they could, which I think you actually explored the whole entire maze. Uh, but, uh, we got out to a little room with like a flower statue and said like, dare to touch the flower. And we did. And let me tell you, we definitely did. Because, uh, how many effects did that statue have? Uh, so, yeah, so they, they found this, like, flower that was made out of gemstones. Um, there was this whole, the, 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 like, it's quite a ornate flower made out of gemstones, and they had to, like, carefully pick out, p pick it off piece by piece. Yeah, um, pick out the petals pick off the pedals and they had to make like a a check to be able to efficiently be able to pick off each petal from the flower and some of them cracked um i think they had three goes on each petal before it destroyed um mm -hmm. but it like decreased their value and they had like within each petal and each each gem i think there was like a be a sapphire and like an amethyst those high level like gems um <laughs> and then there was like this big like diamond that was in the center as like the bulb of the flower yeah. Um, but each time that they did it, it did a random effect to one of one of the players, which is like a random magic effect from the table, which was like a D100. You roll a D100 yeah. and it is a random effect. There was a hundred different effects that that could happen. And they, they were like short-term ones. It would last like five, five, ten minutes at most. But some of them would like turn them into a spider. It would like turn them into a barrel. Another one would like make them giggle and laugh for ten minutes and stuff like that. It was, it was really it was funny. Really funny. 
Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, they ended up having to spend quite a bit of time doing it. It was brilliant. We just fucked around for way too long and just decided, let's just see what we can get. (laughs) But you managed to get get all the the flower. Obviously, not all of it fully intact, but you managed to get all of it, which was was quite nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, after that, we... See, we got some ruby petals, jacinth petal, all that type of deal. It made us rich as fuck. It made us fucking rich, rich, dude. We were so rich after having all of them. We were. Yep. The notes from that session and that, like me and Kelu, Lad and Kelu discussed the prophecies from the book. Uh, talking about his bloodline being like connected to uh, the curse, not, not the curse, the convergence, and then also tied to a curse of some deal. Yeah. Spin. Uh, oh, fucking! Did we did we discover Sin's Spin's name way before? We did, right? What you mean, Svim's name? Because I just have Svim here for some fucking reason. Uh, it may have. I think it was after. It was after this because yeah. there was a whole like sort of dungeon. Anyway, we'll, we'll carry on with the maze. Um, because like you guys left the maze after we're doing everything within the maze anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had the hammer of thunderbolts and everything. Yeah, you had like loads of really good up. stuff. Like you yeah. found like. Like chest full of like really like legendary yeah. stuff like we're stacked like, up. stacked, and then as soon as they left, everything was gone. Like everything yeah. that they found was yeah. gone except all of the all of the petals, the petals, um, yeah. the petal gems. Like they were the only things that they kept. Like everything disappeared, and it was like miracle, basically saying like, yeah, fuck you. That was just for my entertainment, right? <laughs> basically, yeah. um, it was really fun. It was really true. Fuck miracle. Yeah, but yeah. All my homies yeah. hate Miracle. Truly. Um, a miracle was literally like, yeah, uh, you're not getting all of the items, but I'll let you keep all of the, the gems. Um, uh, which was cool, because he did sort of like speak to you through the uh, the actual d- the face that was on the, the door to the, uh, the, 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 the thing. The actual maze yeah. itself. Which is cool. Well, after the dungeon, we discovered that it's been three days. Since yeah. And they were starting to get wary- worried about us. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were in the maze, but it didn't seem that when you were in the maze. It just took but us when you actually minutes, left. It was, actually it was like because yeah, it's because you're in like a different pocket domain. You're in like yeah. a different, completely different domain, which was separate, like time working wise, compared to the outside world. Yeah. So it was a uh, yeah. It's. You literally were there for like a, a few hours, but it was actually like three days. With oh my god, I just realized I missed on a big thing before the vault. Before the vault, we fucking talk with Askaroth. Oh yeah, you yeah. guys do. Yeah, just before. Yeah, just before. Yeah, you we, we meet him for the. Well, you guys meet for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We sit in the campfire beach singing campfire songs. Yeah, this was because yeah. they wanted to rest anyway, so they decided to per- like perch on the island and whatever, and and uh, sort of rest for the night. 
um, and in doing so, yeah, you guys, you met Asgaroth at that point. Yeah. We did. Um, he told us a bit of the lore. Uh, he told us that the Convergence Stone is a piece of him. Uh, he told us that Bane has been divided into ten essences. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He tells us about the White Lighters. Nope. And Not anymore. Not anymore. True. True. Uh, and he also tells us about Kronos, the God of Time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then I also remember very distinctly that Landon was freaked out that hey, he actually interacted with a lot of the the gods of the world. like wow. This is big. Yeah. This is way bigger than anything that he's ever done so far. As like crazy so far. <laughs> yeah. It's only up from here, baby. <laughs> it's going only going up from here. Uh, we do fight a pirate ship the dock there. We completely massacred the crew, dude. Oh, you yeah. with this is yeah. Was when it? the oh, it was then the Treasury of Dragons book came out. Yeah, and I, I recently got a level up, and I picked up a shot on stride and may have cast uh, it a little bit. You may have absolutely destroyed them. May have just sprinted around everyone and just killed them. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that was quite. That was quite fun. We were surrounded in that fight. Yeah, yeah, because it was literally just the three of us, and we knew they were just fucking pirates, so we were really cocky about it as well. Yeah, and we we stole their ship too. Yeah, but anyway, we do go back to Abaddon. Uh, he tells us a bit of. He drops the big one. He drops a big he, fucking prophecy on us. He does. He drops the. F <laughs> he drops the prophecy about us dealing with the shard, the convergence shard. Shard. Uh, stone. It is a shard, shard. technically. Well, yeah, thing. technically, yeah, yeah. Um, he tells us about the uh, key pieces as well. And about the uh, does he tell us about the key pieces? Yeah, he says like uh, the the stone of convergence is actually like locked behind the door in the astral plane. Yeah, somewhere. and then we, and have we to... need a key. Yeah, key fragments from each plane. You of... he doesn't actually oh, tell plane. you. He doesn't. He didn't actually tell you at that point of what where the keys were or anything were in different planes. Um, at that point, that is when you figure that out. Bell sees that's later on. But you guys, no, I have it here. Not, on yeah, is it really? He tells, I, I, yeah. us, he tells us about the guardians. Prophecy of the world dying yeah. back on the earth plane. Have to go to all the inner yeah. planes. Oh, Keep I thought that was uh... earth, fire, water, air. Oh no, yeah, it was at that point. We need this yeah, key. Yeah, we need this key to find the stone of convergence. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have to talk with. It was at that point. I thought it was there. On it. Was we have to talk yeah. with Gar. Calridia and Eliana. Yeah. Each a guardian in the elemental planes. Yeah. Waldwin was in the earth plane. We've met him before. Titans, basically. Yeah. The fire plane guardian, Utgar, is apparently a violent green flame serpent, is what yeah. I got wrong on. Uh, the water plane guardian is Calridia, a pure white dragon, who's apparently quite calm. So mm -hmm. maybe, a, maybe a bargain. Maybe a, 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 a double... Double my proficiency talking to dragons. Um, 
and then the airplane guardian Aliana, who's a uh, a Kirin, which is yeah, like a, it's kind of yeah, like a, a it's a Japanese like a mythology, Japanese. I think. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Japanese type dragon. Yeah, the wyvern, basically. Yeah, it's like a wyvern. Yeah, which is cool. So that's also just made everything twice as complicated for us instead of us just going to Bell's and finding the Stone of Virgins. It was more like ah, so now we got to yeah. go and find everything in, the, in each plane. Which, <laughs> hey, session fifty, we're on like session eighty now. We still ain't touched it. Really? <laughs> still not done that yet. Um, that's after yeah, Hellgen, we I think. That he, yeah, that Abron is a fucking freak. Yeah, he's a little freaky boy. He's a little, he's, he's cool. a little kinky mm. motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also transported us to the astral plane at some point, and we saw like decaying giant bodies. Oh uh, yeah, like X Titans and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dude just fucking crazy. blew everything out of proportion for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. He literally like widened your like the keyhole like massive. <laughs> like yeah, like, you guys been looking for it, looking yeah. for a keyhole, and he just went, "Yeah, here's the door now open," and you guys are like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's rough. He is he the one that gives us the uh, prophecy? Of the four of us, or is that in the book? Um, of that's in the that's book of in the book of prophecies. Yeah, you read it. Yeah. After this. I, yeah, so I read the book of prophecies, and we discover that there is a fourth person with us in this journey to save the world. Mm. Uh, Which we have no was. Yeah, we didn't at the time. We didn't know who it was, but out of game, we knew who. That's so like, hey, want to join? Yeah, why not? You know, we love. Yeah. Uh, we also used the map for the first time, I believe, right? Yeah, the magic map for. Oh, yeah. No. Oh no. Um, we would discover our, our boy, uh, Caecilius is dead. Our butler and fucking Asilinior. They didn't have to kill him. Yeah. Man. He didn't do Which, anything. Um, he actually recently as well. You, he's not. Um, he's not actually. Well, he's been reincarnated as a rabbit. Was a talking rabbit, if you remember. Oh, oh yeah, he's Taylor. Really? Yeah, yeah he's Taylor. The oh, dead he Yeah, he was the Taylor that talked to you guys. That was in the cart when you were traveling. Mm. Mm, okay. You were traveling from Crake to uh, to Deerstall recently, mm. and he was in the the actual like cart with you. There was someone, somebody talking. You guys were like, huh? And yeah. it was just like, the rabbit that was in there. <laughs> yeah. But it was, was it uh, the most yeah. recent session? Uh, not the most recent, no. But it was no, a couple ago. It was a, a couple oh. ago. It was like it was like when you were traveling from Crake to Deerstall, um, to to go there to the first time, and you sort of, well, not the first time, but for the first time in a while, to try and find where um, uh, Wilfrey was. Mm. Huh. Isn't there? But yeah. Anyway. We this we get some info on Voriak. Uh, he's in Malin. He's in the abandoned old fortress. Research around the curse and Belsees. And then Voriak was the test subject on some experiments, right? Hmm. I got some oh, yeah. Voriak. Info. Voriak. 
test subject for mutated Belsie's curse. Mm, yeah. So we, we needed to figure out what the Belsie's curse was, so we could figure out Volriac's weakness. Which, right. I don't think we did. <laughs> I don't think we did. But <laughs> anyway... Nope. I mean, from there, from there, yeah, hey... I'll just kill him enough we, times to go over Pretty much. Uh, from there, we basically left with our new ship in tow to, uh, what was it, Kelgan? Kelgan, yeah. Yeah, yeah Kelgan. Emeron. Emeron, yeah. Emeron, yeah. And that's where we start our next uh, little chapter in our adventure. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, Kelly? pretty much. Pretty much. Any thoughts any, on this? Yeah, any, thoughts? any yeah. good moments? I mean, I mean, obviously, the, this the was a good arc. Yeah. The Rob yeah. Fart, okay. fart was, was like... Rob it's Fart was pretty fun. Yeah. The Rob Fart is probably in my oh, top funny. like five moments of the campaign. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's so good. The Kraken fight was fun. Really the good boss fight. Was fun. Yeah. I think this is where it started to, to like to turn into high level D D sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's less yeah, yeah. like let's fight in a ruin with some skeletons to more like oh, I was fucking cracking with some submarine cannons. Why the fuck yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. It was like like top tier D D. This this cool. It, it was, was cool it as was fuck. Good. Very like kaiju, very big, everything was sort of blown out of proportion and it was great. Um Yeah, I like this arc. It was a good it was a good spin on it was. Our, uh, it definitely the, the classic pirate it shifted arc. the gears yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like something more big. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. I like that. I'm a it was really good. So underwater yeah. diving, you know, diving in wrecks, things like that. It's my jam. I was yeah. all about it. It was. Um, it was it was like the first time that obviously you guys went on sort of the ocean, so it was yeah. a whole different type of experience that you guys had compared to being on yeah. land all the time. Well, it was so it was quite nice. The ocean. Yeah, uh, entirely. Yeah, yeah. Never been on the ocean, so. But it was it was a nice experience and a different change of pace compared to uh, what you guys have previously had. Which was yeah, nice. lots, of, lots of exploration, thinking, RP. Yeah, using a lot of utility and stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was good. It was fun. It was a very good arc. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, another like full of information as well. Oh yeah, yeah. It was very much like a everything is happening now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is this is it quite is. big. Yeah, and then it gets worse in the next. Yeah, arc. yeah. it gets worse. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll uh, oh, wow. we'll move on then. Uh, we'll move on to the next arc, which they arrive at Kelgan, which is uh, the knowledge behind darkness, which was I, I don't know why I love the name of this arc. It's just uh, and it's it fits it so well because of everything you guys went through this whole entire is absolute yeah. like, nightmare, <laughs> absolute nightmare. But uh, anyway, to start it off, you guys arrived in Kelgan, being on your boat. And helping the uh, the crew of the lucky lady to uh, unload their their items off that they were sort of traveling with, wanting to sell. Um, which you said you could buy to those guys as they uh, they went back to towards Craig, but you guys stayed 
Um, which you you gathered a little bit of a crew, I believe, for your actual ship, um, and tasked them to sort of you know take on the ship. He appointed one of them as captain and said like, yeah, it's kind of your ship. Just run it under our name, and you guys can sort of do what you want with it. Um, while you yeah. guys ventured off. That's a good point. Where's our boat? <laughs> yeah, your boat is now somewhere. <laughs> ah, I'll write a note. Yeah, yeah, you ran out for that. Anyway, you guys went up to Kelgan and instantly it was a completely different atmosphere from what you guys have previously had in anywhere that you've ventured towards or been in. You had this whole almost like very heavy influenced by religion type sort of town, which was balancing on sort of the edge of a um of like a cliff edge towards the the sea um towards out towards the drusian sea which yeah you as you're going sort of and walking it's like these priests that have like chanting and um a lot of people sort of listening to they have to say uh a lot of things were like outlawed you went into a tavern which uh a lot of them were sort of like saying like oh, you kind of can't do things like th that here and, and stuff like that because it was so such a different area you guys have never been to so it was it was interesting to have your reaction yeah to, okay this is different um yeah because i think mainly, uh, it was mainly like like magic was more frowned upon yeah but religious solitary was more favored favored yeah yeah. You had this whole, um, this sort of like council of, um, that sort of protected the town, but they were a council of these high like priests and clerics and paladins. Yeah. Protected the town itself, um, from anything dead from the north, which, uh, came down to, um, to sort of spread their curse, I guess. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, after sort of wandering about a little bit and sort of getting your bearings of the town, there was someone that ran into sort of the center of the town, um, saying that he found something that was in, in like a, a wall of ice, um, that he found a man frozen, mm -hmm. which he was like sort of ranting and raving about it. And you guys were instantly going on and ventured towards, uh, sort of him taking, you know, you're following this guy to sort of help him with what was going on which was interesting encounter um with uh after unfreezing this man from the ice you uh encountered the next player to the whole adventure which was uh yeah which was very interesting you have uh um drindar which he was a very interesting Dude, character Drindar Omelette. Yeah, Aww. which is David, oh uh, for, for people that are listening. He, um, yeah, he's a, a, an old pirate that, obviously I'm not going to dive into his backstory too much because you sort of would know a little bit anyway from listening to the um, the character and story uh, introduction to the campaign. Um, but yeah, he is essentially a pirate, um, or was a pirate, uh, that made a deal with a god or a goddess 
and uh, in doing so, he got himself sort of away in ice, and he's been away locked in this ice for hundreds and hundreds of years. So his attire and his mannerisms are very old-fashioned compared to the newer days, uh, the new age that they have now, which okay. he was very peculiar. And you guys sort of took him under under your wing to be a little bit like, okay, you know, we'll sort of show you the ropes. He didn't really know what was going on. You guys didn't really know what was going on with him. And you thought, well, you know, he has nowhere else to go. Let's sort of help him out. Um, and he's still with you. So. He is. The... Well, I think we were just a bit sceptical because it was like everything we were... sort of added up quite a lot. And yeah. it was sort of like we had this impression of the fourth person that was supposed to help us. And then he said yeah. that he had something to do with a goddess. Yeah. So we were like... He had some sort of form of could help like, us. prophecy yeah. tied to him as well in some respect. Mm -hmm. um, which sort of intertwined with yours. Which seem to sort of link to and together. Yeah. So. so I think I think plus Kelly would recently just took his level in cleric, so he kind of wanted to uh, do something good to sort of prove that he can take on the role. Yeah. 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 So I think we took on Drindar, which yeah, cool character, really fucking yeah. cool character. He is really yeah. cool. The yeah. introduction, the whole frozen and ice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool I think Landon well. was uh, was more interested in the man out of time aspect he had. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Like, what does he know that like, we don't? Sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. He knows history that we don't know, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool as And then we find uh, out he's which a, is... a pirate. Yeah, which <laughs> I guess there is kind of like that aspect which you guys haven't really used too much, which you could actually like say if something's happened. It's quite big and a lot of people would like would have known about it in that period you could have probably asked drindar and he might have might have known um if that's something for you guys players to actually utilize is that you could ask drindar and obviously he if he might or may, may or may not know but if it was in his time period i would actually probably give him the advantage on the for the history just because he'd probably know it so but if you guys wanted to utilize that which you haven't really but um, yeah. something to keep in mind but anyway um yeah so you guys sort of took him under your wing resupplied and ventured around bell not bell seas ventured around kelgan a little bit but more or less to sort of buy some supplies and stuff to be venture out toward which you got a bit of an inkling to how bad it actually is um a lot of people said that they don't go out too far away from kelgan just because of how bad uh, the undead and the whole sort of curse of Belsies have spread um, from within Amur on itself. But right, you that and you just went for it anyway. Um, you never listen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys ventured out to towards Belsies, unknowing of what might come. But yeah, after venturing. You get closer and closer to Bell Seas, and the closer you get, there's this sort of like thick type fog that seems to cover uh, most of where the, the, the curse has sort of spread to. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it seems to almost have this like decaying like effect of fog. 
it was uh it's not pleasant it's not very nice uh it limited your range of how much you could see um it had a sort of a effects that it had on your guys's mental state and bodies which is where you guys actually end up gaining the whole um the new uh skill check which uh is it sanity um from the extra yeah. extra dnd rules where you can add sanity as a skill check which goes off your wisdom i believe um or intelligence yeah. one or the other um but yeah it's basically where you can can figure out if you're sane enough um by traveling but anyway um they ventured further and got to a little town that was called bleakburn which was abandoned completely abandoned uh, when adventuring in there you scoured around a little bit to see like dead bodies and mutilated bodies and uh, sort of just decay of most things and trying to find what you could uh, but in the town center you came across a, uh, a school lord which was interesting a little bit of a, a battle there between undead uh, and uh, a school lord seemed to be summoning undead and fighting against you which was a little bit of a not wasn't too much of a task but it was enjoyable less um yeah you guys did all of that which is pretty cool mm -hmm. um after bleakburn you end up venturing further into more of like a it's at the back of bleakburn um you get closer and closer towards bell seas uh, which the fog gets thicker, thicker. And as venturing through this forest, you guys start to lose your minds a little bit. Um, you start seeing like doubles of yourself. You hear through the forest itself. You hear and see a lot of like dead relatives and family members just hanging from trees. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was it was not nice. It really was not nice. You guys, I feel like as as players, you guys liked the spirit. As actual characters, you you guys would not want to go through that again, as characters. Um, but uh, yeah, um, at one point you guys camped out for the night, didn't you? You used Kelly. You had at the time you had the um, what was it? The the spell that allows you to sort of camouflage yourself. Well, I've still on. got it. I've still, still got, got it. What, yeah. Um... The spell called is it campfire? No, it's not campfire. Um, it, it's something that allows you to sort of put up like a defensive, not a defensive, like a um, oh, um, invisible barrier to where you sort of dome, rest. dome something, dome. something dome yeah, now. yeah, it's some form of spell, but it allows you to sort of like camouflage the whole entire of an area, uh, to look like some nothing's there or to camouflage it to look like or something to allow you to stay within side and tiny hut. Tiny hut, that's tiny it. Hut. There we go, tiny hut. Um, which was very useful because you had one person that was staying up watching, you were taking turns in when staying up and watching, but you could see all these undead creatures that were just roaming around during the nighttime of of mm -hmm. the forest itself, and you weren't that deep into the actual fog curse itself, but these crazy creatures that were just roaming about, you guys were trying to not like disturb them or interact with them or anything. Which was quite crazy. I think you you did see a, a lich at one point that was not too yeah. far away. That was kind of a little bit like war. Avoid that. Um, yeah, it was yeah. like avoid that. I sort of set up scope for how fucking shite this place was gonna be. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking 
Uh, Lichen Lich. Yeah, Lichen Lich. That's it. Yeah. In the forest. Um, but yeah. Um, the next I day. Like the you atmosphere, know, honestly. Oh, the, the air. Yeah, the atmosphere is is one especially, thing I really enjoyed with this. Yeah, especially when Landon had to go face, not face to face, but look down. Not look down, but like came face to face with the Lichen Lich, and the tiny hut was there. Yeah, like, yeah, wow. and it was gonna look through. This thing yeah. would probably fuck us up. Yeah. Yeah, it was the whole like atmosphere is like things that are way sort of crazier are right there in front of you. Yeah. Basically, like right under your nose, and you guys are just now like, oh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was, it was. It was. It was good. I enjoyed it, but. Anyway, you guys pressed on further, which then brought you out to more of an opening past the forest, which there was this big opening, and to the right, you guys saw this um, sort of like a big stone monument was off to the right, um, and to the left was this sort of castle-like keep um, to the left, which within this sort of big area was like a marshland, a uh, very sort of swamp-like type area with this thick fog uh, but you could see sort of things within the distance um but you yeah you guys ventured off to to the castle you decided that would be more of a ideal area to go to <laughs> which was very interesting you guys uh, met someone there didn't you we did fucking that guy Grimvold. Grimvold. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, interesting. So they ended up coming to this castle and making their way in. And after making their way in, they expected a little bit of a fight, but that's not really what they had. They had almost this welcome from this really strange creature that had no face and no eyes. It just had this teeth on his mouth. It had no way of sort of vision almost, but it can still see. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, but yeah, Grimvold, he, um, yeah, he had this whole like sort of personality about him. And uh, yeah, you guys sort of were welcomed in, had a bit of a feast and stuff with him, and which was very strange. He gave you living quarters and, you guys were allowed to sort of go around the castle as you pleased, which was uh, interesting. Yeah. We, uh... Yeah, There's a, a polar sort of opposite vibe of what we've been dealing with. Yeah, yeah. The past couple of days, so it was like, this is weird and shouldn't be happening. Yeah, basically. Um, but, yeah, it was later on that you found the Grimvold, it wasn't actually, he actually isn't Grimvold. You figured out that he's uh, was like basically he impersonated Grimvold. He's an imposter. He was like an, basically he was like an imposter, but he's, he he's sus. a little but he actually barker of a man. <laughs> but he really? uh, obviously because you you guys didn't figure out too much of his backstory, but um, obviously I won't say too much because you guys don't still don't know. Um, but he didn't really have the mental state to be able to impersonate he basically thought that he was grimvold um he actually thought that he was this person 
um, but affected by the curse. But that's not the case. But that's what he led to believe. Um, so he essentially turned into this person um, from being coming to this castle, looking at like pictures and the notes and the diaries. He ended up just becoming this this Grimvold that used to live here, but doesn't anymore. Yeah. Um, he just took on this personality entirely. Um, but it's also at this point is where you actually figured out that uh, that before the whole entire of the convergence that the Christianity and stuff was like real that you figured out that it actually um, the world was very much before the convergence was very much like our set in medieval times. Yeah, was, uh, we find the Christian cross. Yeah, the Christian cross and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. This is where we kind of discover that. Well, as players, we discover that this world is sort of like a post—not post-apocalyptic, but like post-transformation of our actual. World. Yeah. Like thousands of years in the future. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty interesting. But yeah, you had uh, after sort of figuring out that Grimvold was an imposter, you guys sort of confronted him and he convinced you otherwise saying mm -hmm. that no he is Grimvold a bit angry you and uh, decided to take action and you guys fought yeah him. yeah we um, ejected him yeah yeah he basically fought against him and killed him um but uh yeah he's uh he was he was interesting he was a very cool sort of the different dynamic of the uh the whole sort of type of enemy that you would face that we faced before which was uh interesting also played by a lovely friend yeah yeah he was also played by um a, a fan of ours yeah uh, Ordis, yeah which um ben. yeah ben yeah he was um he sort of came in and voiced him and played shout as him ben. which was um shout which out was, ben. yeah shout out to ben which was a uh, pretty cool that cunt <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, yo, plays a skeletal lich for one session. <laughs> we can cut. We can cut that. <laughs> no, that's that's nope. staying in, buddy. That's staying no, in. Oh yeah, that's staying in. Nope. We love. Shout out to Ben. Fuck you, you can. Heard of? After that, you decided to venture on further towards Bell Seas. Which, in doing so, you got to a more rocky type area, which got mm -hmm. a little bit more fucked. Uh, you found out that a lot of the actual were like an amalgamation of and people that were like, like, yeah, it was just disgusting. You would look down like caverns, and you would find like bodies that were piled upon each other that were actually like moving, yeah, wriggling and stuff. It was, yeah, it was not nice. It's disgusting. But you guys mentioned on anyway. And in doing so, you have a little bit of an encounter with a very old and ancient undead dragon, which was really cool. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, because hey. there was these, um, was it the Shadow Raz? Was it, is that what they were called or something? Um, you had like these worms that were basically like attacking you, these types of creatures that were attacking you. Or, or there's like a big worm that came out of the ground or something, and you guys were like, about to get attacked by it and then this dragon came in and just took it out uh, this big yeah. undead dragon and you guys were like what's going on um and yeah Kalo, you sort of talked to him a little bit and um and he's whatever. My cousin. My yeah uncle. he's 
Yeah, yeah he's a uh, very, very distant orc. uncle. Yeah. Who's <laughs> uh, Orcus the Enduring, which is a critical role reference. But yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he's, um, he's very cool. He uh, he helped you actually, didn't he? He um, ended up sort of making a little bit of a bargain with you, and he he knew who you were, Kelly. As um, as sort of to be like, oh, yeah, ego boost for you. But he's sort of like and stuff, and uh, thought that yeah, he's sort of evil now, but maybe he has a chance to redeem himself. Um, right. Well, yeah, he sort of gave his story of how he got fucked over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can sympathize, but also, yeah, it's, yeah, there's bad intention from the start from him. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just to give a little bit of a, a backstory to him, he basically is like one of the first dragons created. Um, and he went to, to Shadowfell um, and became an undread dragon, but he was sort of kicked out um, after Vecna sort of like took over the whole realm. Um, whereas Orcus the Enduring was actually like the of, of Shadowfell for a good portion of the time. But um, yeah, Vecna came along and said, basically kicked him out of the realm and said, yeah, it's kind of uh, fuck you. Um, and yeah, he's now just wandering the uh, this sort of cursed realm, uh, this cursed like sort of part of Belsies and Emeron, um, hoping to be able to sort of venture back to uh, to uh to shadowfell to reclaim it but he hasn't had the the strength or the power to do so but uh yeah you guys uh sort of talked to him and he helped you you traveled up further he sort of carried you up towards belsey's not too far out from uh, the city itself which was which was very nice of him um but yeah um after that you oh no just before that you didn't didn't you have to roll another sanity check and uh we had this i had this whole table of if you fail too many sanity checks you end up getting like a a, a long-term effect of madness um which i think it was three fails in a row which i believe kello you failed uh three times in a row yeah i couldn't talk for 50 yeah hours. you couldn't talk for 50 hours which was really yeah, like real rough um, for you. So uh, yeah, yikes, big yikes. Um, but anyway, besides that, you guys ventured into Belsies and sort of sneaked, um, trying to avoid all of the chaos that was here, which there was a lot of undead and craziness that was happening with this undead abandoned city, Belsies. <laughs> You had, uh, what, what were they, Death Walkers or whatever that they're called? <laughs> I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, Death Walkers. Yeah, Death Walkers, which were like immense. They're like CP 20 something. Oh, stupid. Night Walkers, sorry. Not Death Night Walkers, walkers yeah. Night it's Walkers, which. The, awesome. My favorite yeah, uh, yeah, they are crazy, crazy. Uh, they were just like kicking about and walking about. You had like things like, like big, like winged bats and stuff that were flying overhead. That by various things um you had various undead that were just walking the streets of the city uh yeah it was just absolute chaos it was basically like you're in shadow fell already and you haven't even gone through a portal 
Um, but yeah, you uh, were trying to sneak through and you ventured into a housing complex, which you met somebody within the housing complex, which uh, was very interesting. You met a um, like a hollow person, basically someone that is neither dead or alive, um, but still has the functioning to be able to sort of talk and speak, um, but has lost their memory. Um, but uh, yeah, he sort of knew his way around the city and, and has been doing the same thing as you, has been trying to like stay away from all these undead and trying to survive this this area. Um, but yeah, he helped you get to where you needed to go, which you found out that is a sort of abandoned ruined, uh, temple that was off uh, towards the outskirts of LC's city, um, which he helped you trek through all the secret passages that he knew to keep away from any of them, um, which was nice of him to help. Um, but yeah. After doing so, you guys got to this another puzzle, which was uh, which you guys didn't seem to like very much. Oh, the um, fucking door! Yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah. That was door. a fun puzzle. Yeah, it it, it, I, it was, in my opinion. But no, it, looking back, it's it's a great puzzle. Just <laughs> me and my short temper. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they ended up finding a door that basically said to them, said, uh, was it like, tell me a riddle that I can't solve or something like that? Yeah. And and like every time he would answer it, he would like answer it wrong. Yeah. He would answer it wrong, but they would say, oh, then that's wrong. And then he would go, well, no, I believe it's right. Um, Yeah. And then, yeah, it was this whole like debate of trying to figure out what what it actually was which i i actually can't remember the answer to what it was supposed to be um, the answer the answer to open it was just say that you're right whenever he yeah. answered the riddle wrong yeah but kettle and rob oh, well, were right. thinking it and like no it has to be this like can we just mash through the door and every yeah. time they hit it with like, yeah. a weapon, the weapon would disintegrate yeah, disintegrate. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was very frustrating. For, um, but they got through it anyway. Um, yeah. Basically, all you did is that you had to agree or to say that oh, can't f- that you can't solve because he could solve any riddle because he believed in it. Correct. So all you had yeah. to do is, is to say that oh yeah, well I can't find a riddle, um, and he would be like oh well, I guess you can come in then. Um, yeah, but yeah. you guys sort of over overthought it a little bit too much um mm-hmm. and uh but oh well mistakes happen um but yeah you entered in and you white lighters chambers which was really really awesome you guys being in here right. it was uh yeah it was a completely cool experience um you guys ventured you found a sort of a water basin um mm-hmm. which i can't remember who it was but someone stuck their head in and got a bunch of visions of where all these different keys are and various images that flash flashed in front of them had the um the different beasts from the different realms and sort of the locations of where the keys might be 
yeah. and stuff like that. It, it was uh, a bit more put into perspective of uh, where you guys needed to actually go and main sort of ties to the Convergence Stone. Uh, but yeah, you ventured further you to a big ginormous library uh, that was filled with various books all throughout the ages that have been recorded, um, which was really cool. You guys didn't spend a whole two time in the library. You sort of just browsed around uh, to find what you could. I don't think you really found out too much of information here. Um, I don't than, think so. No. I think it all came like after. Um, other than going down to the bottom of the library to be able to read this ginormous tablet that read that had a prophecy that was with this ginormous tablet, basically saying that the world's going to come to an end and turn into darkness, um, which was a little bit scary. Um, mm -hmm. And not too far away, just underground, past the, the this prophecy on this tablet you found that someone was locked away uh, magically locked away by chains and uh, a magical sphere that was trapping them there um which uh you guys figured out was the the eighth white lighter yeah um which he his whole backstory is that he went sort of off on a rampage because he was too devoted to his god which all white lighters that you figured out um serve chronos um or did mm -hmm. serve chronos which he's now dead but um yeah and he sort of was too devoted to to chronos that he wanted to do um he basically got a little bit too hungry for power and tried to prove himself to chronos and uh tried to go after the urgent stone turned to a dark path which the other white lighters did not accept and tracked him down and imprisoned him which he's been stuck there for god knows how many years hundreds and hundreds is he's been stuck but you guys released him <laughs> which was pretty cool we did. Um, we're nice like that because you're nice like that um and he helped you uh, go to the last place where the convergence stone was left uh the last place it was kept um safe hidden before um but uh yeah um you guys go to that spot of where it was last kept and uh kelu felt this sort of attraction to this magic that was left of the em like the remnants of uh, was left of the essence of stone in doing so, you sort of touch this this sort of like magical essence that was left there, and uh, instantly teleported all of you somewhere, which was interesting. It was, yeah. The whole place just gave off like really like deep rooted magic vibes, which was cool. Did yeah. like it a lot. Did like it a lot. But. Other than that, that is everything that sort of happened within within the arc. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I'm just going back through my notes now. There was the else. the whole um, when we each had our visions mm -hmm. in the room, and Landon found out about his curse coming from one of his ancestors. Yeah, 
made a deal with Vecna, and then it just backfired, and now the fucking jackass. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else did we find out in this room? I feel like this room sort of gave off quite a lot. Um. It gave a lot of answers. That's for sure. It did. Oh, I got told I was gonna die. Yeah. There was oh the, yeah. Uh, to complete the prophecy, he must yeah. die. Yeah. So in order to fill Kelly's prophecy, prophecy, I must die at the end of it. Which I think Kelly's got in the back of his mind at the moment, but yeah, is not yeah. really thinking about it as much because yeah, he's got more important things to focus on, like getting shit done. Yeah, uh, we discovered the white. Did we mention that that the white lighters? Attempted to like merge back together. Um, oh, into one. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but you you now have actually met eight again. Um, after this whole. Uh, hey, spoilers. Um, watch the newest which, episode. Yeah, which watch the watch newest, newest episode. episode. Yeah, watch the, the the newest episode if. Uh, yeah. With. With all of that, which um, so a AT extended. Okay, so something with, uh, we apparently discovered earlier in the arc was just a bunch of lore about the beginning of. I don't even remember at, like how we discovered this, but uh, like, so <clears throat> in the convergence. It happens in the start of time, and there were five ancients. These ancients were like the tippy top gods, all that shit. Oh yeah, that's what you think. Yeah. They reproduced to make lesser gods, you know. Then the calamity happens, which is also called the affliction. Uh, which basically, the convergence stone is slipped into the material plane. Uh, many gods died during the battle of the convergence stone. Yeah. Uh, Bane is believed to have died. Uh, Bane led the group of tyrants uh, for the stone. Uh, five of the ancient gods, not the titans, not the uh, not the ancients. Uh, five of the was it the five ancients? Was the five ancients like the Frostmane, Bane, uh... and Baron Agroth, or were those just the lesser gods that came after the? So, Asgroth is one of the Ancients. Asgroth um, is one of the Ancients. Yeah, there is two left out of the... Um, that are left out of the Ancients. Mm -hmm. You have Asgroth and somebody else, which you have not... You don't know who gotcha. is the one. Um, but you know that there is Asgroth. Gotcha. Um, but, so, yeah. here it says that five ancient gods created everything, which were Frostmane, Bane... I have Bane, Svim, and Tyr and Agroth in this list. Yeah, that's not that's not the Ancients. No, no, that's not the Ancients, but they're the ancient gods that created everything. Right? Uh, no. No. No, no I'm not uh, so, Yeah, so Asgroth is one of the list, Ancients. Uh, I, I, I don't know. But Asgroth is, is one of the... That's probably like the, the gods that you know of that were part of the Calamity the and the whole... Yeah. The war, yeah. Um, that you know of, but... Uh, yeah, basically, Asgaroth and the smattering of others um, were basically the first gods to ever exist. 
they created mm-hmm. everything that you know. Um, right. But out of all of them, um, two of them are left, which Asgroth and yeah. somebody else. But um, yeah, uh, Kronos was all the ancients, which he's now dead. Um, gotcha. But yeah, so Asgoth is one, and Kronos is was was another one. Dead, but yeah, yeah. Um, um, so they create everything. We find, yeah, we find some more information on the Frostbane, which FYI, Drendar's god patron, all that is the Frostbane. Uh, I don't remember we you went through that. Adam, you can you're free to cut this little part. If we uh, no, no, no. I think uh, you got. I sort of did discuss it a little bit after sort of getting to know Drin a little bit. You did discuss that. Gotcha. Uh, the whole sort of dealio with him having this tie to the Frost. Yeah. Oriel, which was... I think we went to search for information on the Frostman a little bit. Mm. Like her actual name was yeah. Ar- Oriel? Oriel. Oriel, yeah. Uh, she was depicted as being like fickle, vain, and evil. Uh... But she allied herself with Asgroth, though, so she can't be that bad, right? Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, some other mentions gods were Talos, uh, Malor. Yeah. Is Umberly a god? Umberly is a god. Okay, Umberly is a god. And uh, who was the one that killed Kronos? To Talona? Talona, yeah. Goddess yeah, Talona. She killed... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was allied with Bane. With yeah. Loviatar Lo- and Mask. Yeah. Just a lot of god yeah. shit going on. That a lot of god yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fighting and all that. Just let them do um, their thing. Yeah. Then Vecna is, whole, is a whole deal with... Yeah, that's like that's like yeah. background overarching, possibly involved kind of issue. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but that's an um, issue to deal with later on. Yeah, Agnes, smile. Um, I'll tell you now. Actually, is a an extra bit of information which yeah, I guess you guys probably would have figured out now. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, that there is two ancients left. Asgroth and Vecna are the two. Mmm. So that sounds a bit sussy. That sounds a bit sussy. I'll be honest. Uh, yeah. Like one of them is on our side, and the other one is completely against us. Yeah. So that well, sounds he's not a bit... completely against us. You know, he's just Brother. vibing in Belsie. He is like messing everything up in the background. Uh, <laughs> we don't know that. We definitely is Vecna. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, he's just a little guy. You know, he's just a little guy plotting. Yeah, little guy that you still have a statue of in your bag. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't have a statue of his of his hand and eye in my backpack at all. What are you yikes, talking about? Yikes, 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 yikes. Uh, he's an ally, you know? Pride mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Undead pride. So yeah. Favorite part of the arc? Yeah. Because this was kind of your your big horror 
open up the yeah. law. Yeah, was. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this arc. Um, just purely for that. Yeah, I enjoyed it purely just because of the hot effect, and I really, I really do myself. I dove into a lot of horror stuff at the time, and yeah. I think it, it really helped with picture how awful this place was. I did a lot of research, other D and D sort of pictures and pains. Way, mm -hmm. uh, I read a lot of sort of like I had a bit of books on the go. Uh, various sort of things. I ended up. I picked up at that time. Actually, I picked up Tasha's uh, Cauldron as well. That that book, which they have a whole entire section in there. Um, evil presences and uh, sort of to D and D, which I never really sort of engaged with before. So I utilized all of that and put it all together, and I think it really it drove it somewhere which you sort of expected but didn't expect that much yeah it was a bit it was a bit much at times it, where we were like yeah there's a lot going on yeah yeah but it was it was because you had this whole like we need to go here but we don't want to stay here um, yeah that that whole sort of like effect in your mind which is what i wanted you guys to have whole entire of this arc especially just to be like yeah we we've got to get to where we need to get to but we we don't want to to stay here at all like we just want to get this place done and dusted and go um mm -hmm. which you guys did a, a really good job with uh with everything that you had um at your disposal um and sort of drindar coming straight out of the ice and then go curse land dead was quite like yeah big step for him yeah, big step for him. And he he dealt was. with it so well, so well. He did, um, which I was uh, not expecting. Ah, that's fine. Yeah, look how he's grown up. He has. For me, like the favorite, my favorite parts that were like the smaller parts, you know, like yeah. discovering Drendar, uh, going face to face with that lacking lich, and just trying to keep composure to not alert mm -hmm. it that was so good yeah, yeah. Was such a fun little moment especially since like... one especially since it was just landing landing dealing with that and wait like, yeah you were on watch i was on watch and it's just this random like undead lichen looking person yep it was like you couldn't wake up the like, other guys, guys all... yeah wanna, like impose any yeah, he didn't want to alert it, so it was literally like you just like there, being like, yeah, like oh crap, oh crap. <laughs> yeah, it was very nerve wracking. It was really fucking good. Yeah, talking yeah. with um, what's his name? Grimvold. Grimvold was so fun. Discovering like the whole history of the castle. Yeah. Was fucking cool, and discovering the like ancient history of the world was also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talking with before the convergence like, and everything, yeah. Yeah. Talking with the uh, Orax, the enduring was yeah. fucking epic. And then yeah. the whole like traversing yeah. through the through Belsies and the uh Nightwalkers. Sneaking I love through. Nightwalkers. Yeah. 
they're cool. They're such tough assholes, though, but they're yeah. so yeah. cool. I yeah. love their fucking just pressing. We would have got slapped up. Yeah, you would have got we slapped up. Yeah. yeah. I think even, even now, I think you probably would have been sla like slapped still now. Um, yeah, probably. Oh, no. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think we can probably take down one, but that's it. That's probably about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they're they're a bit intense. They're tough. Yeah. Like in the most like recent episode, like the stuff that you were fighting there weren't like ICP. Um, oh yeah. Some of the stuff that you're fighting, like the the dragon that you had with Tamar, like that wasn't like a super high CP dragon, um, or anything. Um, hey, spoilers for people so... who watched it. Yeah, it's all right. All right. Good. We'll get to it eventually. True. True. Eventually, oh, yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to listen to. <laughs> there's gonna be a lot more there to is. listen to. Um, there is. So, but yeah, I think um, yeah, I think this this arc sits in a, a good place for me. It's um, yeah, it's that was definitely it's a, a fun good, arc. Yeah, it's good to it was good for me to back upon and be like, yeah, this is how sort of fucked up parts of the world actually is. It was um it was a big change from the last because we had a, we had a good time pirating and diving in through the the waves and stuff and now we've landed in the worst place possible. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And dealt with this shit, so. And guess what? It only gets worse for me. <laughs> it just it just keeps going down, no matter what. Um. But yeah, any closing thoughts for the arc before we move on? Overall, it's really fun. Yeah, fucking good arc. Good job. Good job, Adam. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Um. Okay. <laughs> Next arc's probably just like five times as long. Yeah. Um. This is our most recent one. Well, one of before, our more recent ones. Yeah, it's it's the arc before so what you're doing now. Yeah, so it's it's sort of fresh in the head, kind of yeah. like the last big thing we did, um, called the King's Request arc. And as we left off from the last arc, Kelu, stupid as he is, touched the wisp of magic, ancient magic that was going on in the room. And we started to get like this vision of a battle between orcs and elves. And we thought like, ah, oh, this is like a flashback to like the old times when they were fighting originally. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Uh, we physically got moved into a middle of an ongoing battle in present time between the Blackhand Elves of Asilinior and the Orcs of Aswan. <laughs> and we were dropped right in the middle <laughs> so that was fun to uh that really <laughs> hectic into yeah and we had to sort of have a last minute who do we pick to, to uh side with because at the end of the day yeah the elves are under helvienna's control but they are also just being influenced by it so it's not technically their fault but yeah, yeah i don't know we sided with the orcs um we did. We ended up speaking with uh, oh, King Nordak. Um, 
he was the sort of leader of the orcs after we cleared off most of the elves and they started to retreat um we started speaking with king nordak who basically said that they just started to attack them out of nowhere and declared war like the ancient times which is kind of shit for them but um allies now because we might use them for oh we need to contact them for a cylinder <laughs> we do <laughs> okay no um but yeah we ended up siding with them and um <laughs> they <laughs> uh, well my favorite moment of the campaign comes up uh with his second in command his warlord um which was blown out of proportion from the the battle but we will speak about that after we're done with the the arc if we do remember um after the fight we ended up seeing two cloaked figures in the distance or what looked to be two um probably from the distortion in the the desert um like adam has said before like check the socials there's probably a uh, map of azuan very deserty climate out there sort of tribal orcs I actually i actually don't think i posted it yet but i will <laughs> you better do that yeah i will i will i'll post it i'm posting i'm, I'm getting around to posting them. um but Azuan is sort of like a deserty climate with um lots of crags and canyons dunes and deserts um run by the tribal orcs of Azuan. um after seeing this sort of guy in the the distance, we've thought, right, black hand dude, this is going to be Krill. We'll get him here now. We'll follow him. So we started to follow this guy to a Thrikeen temple, kind of like the stick insect sort of people, ancient one. And we've ended up going inside of there and finding a like absolutely ginormous chess piece statue of a king. Um. And it speaks. Started speaking to us. Um, the chess piece was well. He described himself as King Hemerhavenglide. Um, not a clue who that was at the time, but he was like, "Yeah, me and my wife got turned into chess pieces. Um, help me." And at first, um, well, agree with me, Landon. I was like, "Nah, this ain't happening. We got bigger things going on." Um, oh yeah. This ain't happening, bro. You're a chess piece. Avla. It is what it is. And then he said, Oh, if you uh, if you help me out, I'll give you a wish spell. And it, immediately, the black hand didn't exist. Bane was gone out of my, my head. You know, Vecna was nothing. And uh, the only thing that mattered was getting this chess piece and his wife back together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was our main goal uh, after that. He basically said that he remembered um, using a necromancer of some sort to combine the rule for three sons that they had. Um, they basically didn't want to hand on their heir to one of the sons and then have them bicker between the three. So they wanted it to be like split evenly between the three. But the necromancer kind of done them over and uh, killed the other two sons whilst one of them remained alive and bound to the necromancer for immortality which we found out to be king caspian who is the now king of agrafel 
which Kelly was very familiar with and knew very well. Um, sort of like the capital city of the Cooldown Dynasty. Yeah. So, with this whole new quest, we were like, cool. Put the Hell Vienna Assault on lock. Put the Stone of Convergence search on lock, and we'll get this Wish Scroll to see if it can sort of help us along our way. And, my god, was it the worst idea we had, because it took us on the biggest tangent of our life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we spent so long trying to find this fucking this thing. And then it ended up just mm -hmm. being like we, we ended up getting bonds and whatnot. Anyway. Whilst we're in the cave, we find the hooded figure that was watching us, and he makes himself acquainted with us as Moran or Moran. He is a... He was sort of working under King Caspian in a faction called the Untainted. Um, best way to describe them is like a... Almost like a discovery sort of mystical guild that sort of looks upon like mysteries and works under the king as his sort of like secret service almost is, the best is how I pictured it. Or secret agent. Yeah. Basically, yeah. The secret service. Um, so yeah, he basically said, yeah, I've been trying to sort of find King Hemmer for a while, for King Caspian, and we're trying to find Queen Mari as well. And we were like, cool, we'll we'll help you out. Why not? Um, he said, come back to Wagfell, we'll meet you there. Cool, lovely stuff, we're stranded in a desert once again. Um... Whilst on our way to Agrafell, which I believe I just teleported us there because I was having a bit of a dull moment. I was like, let's fly there. And then I was like, wait, I can actually just teleport us. Um, Drindar had a vision from his god, um, which is sort of like, I don't want to spoil it too much, but in the episodes, you'll realize that each of us gets sort of like this unique homebrew final form dealio yeah. yeah like like as we described kalu gets to turn into his dragon form um landon gets his in this sort of arc kind of kind of gets the sort of like starting steps for it um but drindar gets his vision of his which is um the frost maiden scythe that's been locked away inside the Asylum mm -hmm. Vault. Um, and she's asked him to go reclaim it to use as, like, her champion. Which we still haven't done, and I'm very, very excited for Drin to get his scythe, because it sounds awesome. Just the idea of it and things like that. But, yeah, that is on the list when we kill Helvienna, is go in the vault, get the scythe, then kill Amiana. Or vice versa. You might want to get it before. Cool. Okay then. Noted. Write that down. Write that down. Um We head back to Agrafell. And um we speak with King Caspian, who we say, look, we got your dad. Cool beans. Um Correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Queen Mari is actually already in Agravel. Yes, yeah, so they already have found her and 
correct. Um, they just need like the the process of like yeah rekindling them back together to sort of like break this curse thing yeah um in the meantime he asks us to investigate some murders that have been going on in ebonhold which was a small village at the base of a massive central mountain in cooldown um it's basically there's there's leads that apparently a beast is hidden in the dwarvish city down there yeah. and um Moran actually gives us a companion to take with us called Rodan and Rodan is actually a very cool well-designed sort of intricate character he's like a like a poisoner sort of ranger kind yeah. of guy pretty cool yeah. really sort of like I don't know he sort of gave off like arrogant kind of confident vibes wasn't yeah. super high level but you know take him along for the trip why not extra pair of hands he was um, um basically he's like a poisoner he was like all based around like, yeah stuff like that and like yeah. a bit of an apothecary um and stuff like that yeah and uh yeah taking him with us was our first mistake um <laughs> as we'll find out later we head to the city of Maradin, which is the sort of big dwarven ex-capital that was hidden under the the mountain and we find out the place has been overgrown with almost like this giant plant it's sort of weaved its way through the city and there's plant life thriving throughout but then it's also mixed itself with constructs from the dwarves so they become sort of like muggled and twisted which was a pretty cool fucking vibe to have instead of it just being like dwarven city here's some goblins it's more like it's got a different twinge to it which sort of piqued my interest a bit um when heading straight down there find out when we get there that our good buddy Corvic used to actually be like pretty important down here um he made a great machine to sort of like help around the city but also defend it uh called marut and i think that's when my ass fell down because i sort of i i, I knew he was gonna be down here somewhere um so i shit myself as you would expect any player to because xdm kind of still dming know what marut is roughly uh we love Marut. he we stand yeah he's he's a big boy is the best way to put it and by big boy it's like almost like fight demigod level big boy um he's a bit scary and for little old us to stroll into his little keep kind of scary but we end up exploring. We find the schematics for Marut in Corvix's little stash and his old armor, which um, we decide to give back to him later. We keep the the, uh, the blueprints though for a uh, specific reason, um, because they were modified to sort of hold a person in its chassis. Which is where <laughs> Landon's big upgrade comes in and 
in one of the newer episodes, we actually... Well, the wish scroll comes to good use, let's say. Um, basically just a giant mecha robot that Land can jump in and beat the shit out of everything in. And I'm very excited for him to use it. My own Gundam. You love yeah, me. I'm very excited for you to use that. It's going to be very it's going fun. Be so fun. I can't wait. Find those schematics. We then head to the main throne sort of room of the city of Muradin, which is surrounded in a lake of lava. And there he is. There's big boy Marut slaving away, making some mechanical beasts that we fought along the way, which seemed corrupted. Um, he's continuing to make those, but he's also being influenced by a person known as Bashaba. And anyone who's sort of delved into D&D lore, Bashaba's the goddess of trickery? Correct yes, me. I'm wrong. Yep. Lush. So she is known for tricking people. Uh, Marut obviously doesn't know that. Um, she's basically said, look, I'll cleanse you and I'll give you a purpose if you build me an army. Marut's basically agreed because he likes to have a purpose. That's because he was sort of abandoned by the dwarves and Corvic, which the salty sore topic. Um, he just wanted a purpose in life. So he chose to help Bashaba and build these robots. And fight ensues. We begin fighting uh, Bashaba and Marut, which was the dumbest fucking idea looking back at it, by the way. <laughs> a god <laughs> and a giant mecha robot <laughs> and a bunch of dogs. Not a good idea to fight. However, end up convincing Marut out of his ways, and he sort of switches the gun onto Bashaba and the dogs, and realizes that the construct of all these is not benefiting anything. So he helps us out. We end up killing Bashaba. Uh, well, actually, no we don't. We don't kill Bashaba. We kick her ass! We beat the shit out of her. Like, Kalu turns into dragon form and drags her through lava, beats the shit out of oh, her. Oh yeah. Um, but we don't kill her. We end up sort of blocking off the throne, and she ends up going for the door. But as she goes for the door, um, a small portal-like entrance opens up, and out steps a almost like historically familiar figure. Do you want to, because I've got in my notes how, like, what I actually have exactly, like, word for word, how he was described oh, when he came in. Go, go ahead. Please yeah, go ahead. If, yeah, let me get it up, and I'll, like, Please for the people ahead. that are listening, um, I'll basically, like, recreate the scene of what actually happened, um, because it was just, it was, it was immense. Like, it's probably, I would, I would actually go to say that it's my favourite moments within the whole entire campaign, like, is... It was a big it, sort of fuck you. It, yeah, it was like whoa, whoa. Um, okay, let me see if I can find. And then, I... okay. Um, 
Yeah, so when you sort of like, you killed Bashava, didn't you? You dragged her into the lava, but then like her essence was like going between the dogs. Um, yes. Her like essence was like going between all of the dogs and um, sort of like taking control of kill one, it would move to a different one, um, vice versa. But then it got to like the last dog. Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden that this sort of like black mist, like smoke starts to appear almost like a portal. Um, I'll read you exactly what I have. Um, you watch as a large green gray skinned hand stretch out mist, grabbing hold of the last remaining steel predator by its neck. Stepping out of a large is a large muscular creature with glowing green eyes, small horns out the top of its head, brass lips, and a, a belt wrapped around his torso and arms. Um, he looks back at you all, uh, tyranny filling his eyes. He snaps his fingers uh, as you all in that moment begin to feel slowed in time. As you, He turns back to the mechanical dog, which he at that time he, he casts time stop. Um... Da, 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 da. He turns back to the mechanical dog, wriggling in his grasp. He speaks, you poor thing. Uh, yeah, you poor thing, stooping this low to seek fulfillment. My beloved, I thought that you were better, better than this. Um, has your time in exile from Avalas not bettered you? Still toying with mortals, puppets, in a game of lies. I see no, uh, I see no better in you. I see no better in you. Uh, no wonder our son met the same as you were. Um, and then as you see the creature um, smash the dog into the ground with such force it disintegrates and a shadowy figure hovers in place. Um, you think you can bring about a new age, well you're wrong. You have such little respect beneath you, you lose sight of their necessity. As I see no clarity uh, coming to you, I have no other... This torment must end. As the creature grabs the shadowy... Uh, the shadow is beside Pulling, uh, pulling it, uh, what was that? Pulling, yeah, pulling its feet, uh, pulling at its arm, um, um, into his shop, um, grabbing the head of the Lady of Doom, um, as he strokes her face, uh, and takes one last look, he plunges his thumbs into her eye sockets and rips downwards, pulling the skeletal body from the skin and flesh, leaving strings of blood hanging and in frozen time um he turns to the mist and clicks his fingers once again and all of you return back to the normal time and that was like the entrance that bane had like bane just sort of walked in and did that and you guys were all just like sort of frozen watching in time it was just immense and crazy yeah it kind of just blew everything out yeah. of water and it was because <laughs> we thought they were you know he was going to take her out of there and there was going to be no way for us to do anything because it's literally the guy we've been trying to, you know, stop, kind of, the bigger guy. But I think in this moment, we kind of sort of realize that he's he's actually not a, a terrible person, really. And like, when it sort of clicked in our heads, it's like, Zvim's morals and his morals don't exactly align. So there's a potential ally in one of the worst people possible potentially <laughs> could possibly convince him to help us out for the for his sake but then maybe not help him out as much as we need to because he's also not the best of people so that happened 
we end up leaving the city of Muradin and heading back, uh, realizing that Bashaba was the person behind these murders in Ebenhold. Now that's sort of done and dusted, we can let King Caspian go. By the time we got back was actually a time of festivities. During the calendar year, it sort of onto what's known as the Cascade of Light. Cascade of Light Ceremony, what's known as the transition from winter to spring in the Cooldown Dynasty sort of culture. And they, it's sort of like a bank holiday is the best way to put it, but a, a several sort of days of festivities where they close all the shops and businesses and there's a giant opulent ball held in the inner opulent um, organized by the arcane enclave which consists of our newly acquainted friends Oswald, Belmont and Rosemary Kesk who are like these big magic teachers in this big arcane enclave that help people sort of hone their skills in magic which sort of piqued in Kalu's uh, intrigue whilst at this feast um, you know we sort of went through all the festivities played a few sort of circus games good bit of downtime a good funny bit of downtime um, and then it got to the big feast in the inner opulent and we got to meet a lot of people like quite a lot of people um, I think the biggest one that stood out, which arguably from a payer's point of view, I think secretly is Adam's favorite ever NPC because he doesn't I mean, you met him, shut you up met about him before. Him. You met him yeah. before, but, but he, but Lord, Lord Caden, you don't shut up about him. Lord Caden is my favorite NPC ever. He is so, so big good. boy Lord Caden is a Leonin. And he is what's known as the founder for a guild called the House of the Golden Goblet. And this guild is basically a collective of magic items, merchants, um, mercenaries. Basically anything that involves money or magic items, they're involved in. Um, They've got loads of sort of different outposts around the continents where they sell their things to and big boy lord caden earns a lot of money from that um he's also decked out in everything yeah he is decked and he's like an ex-adventurer slash kind of doesn't do it anymore because he's too rich to do it (laughs) um but he can do quite a lot yeah um considering he's level 20. So he was a good person to uh, get on the good terms with. Um, Which, actually, we ended up buying from him a uh, belt of uh, fire giant strength for for almost all of our belongings. (laughs) Yeah, basically the area of everything. (laughs) We sold all of the gems we've earned. We sold all of our money. We got rid of some magic items in return as just to have this belt of fire giant strength, which after the newest episode, which you should really, really watch, is gonna pay off a lot. Yeah, yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Holy shit. Episode eighty. It, 
lot of fire. There's a lot of fire. Oh uh, yeah. That's all. That's all I'll say. After meeting Lord Caden, we also met Oswald and Rosemary. They sort of made themselves acquainted with us, being like the the heads of this arcane school. Um. And yeah, it was just sort of like this big old ball after the cascade of light festivities. And we were like, cool. Nice little downtime, you know, we get to celebrate a little bit. And then it sort of took a weird turn. In my eyes. Because it sort of got a bit weird when he started to describe this tribal clan yeah. called the Caldervaga tribe, which are from the southern mountain range in the Kul'dan dynasty. And they're a bunch of frosty goliaths, is the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, Viking-esque. Big as fuck. Strong as fuck. And will probably crush you with their hands. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool <laughs> people. Probably yeah. shouldn't be at a ball, which is what threw me off. And also, yeah. just the way it was described, it was sort of like a... off... You know, there was something out of nowhere, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was just kind of like I get oh, that. Don't know, don't know what's going on here. But either way, they sort of introduced themselves um, as sort of like these ancient worshippers of the Norse gods from the old world. Like we said, like Christianity was still a thing yeah. back then, so they are sort of still holding on to those beliefs of the old world on the the Norse gods. But they specifically worship Skadi, the the goddess. You know, being barbarians and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Hunters. Um, their leader, uh, Halfgringer, the big boy, um, he is huge and scary. He's a big um, man. But he said that him and his peoples were pushed out over the mountains by something unknown. But they wished to settle within Kul'dan. And that's why they're sort of here to sort of negotiate with the powers, King Caspian, um, to see what's going on. And then it got even worse. Because they started to describe, you know, oh, they've been attacked by salamanders and this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden, right at the end of the session, uh, King Caspian gets assassinated he kicks the bucket yeah and that's yep. when things get really fucky wucky is the best way to put yeah. it really fucky wucky <laughs> that's, the, that's the only sentence i can use for that yeah yeah um i think only... i'm gonna just I, I know i'm probably like butting in a little bit but i think that to me the like ending that session where it ended on that massive cliffhanger was probably the biggest cliffhanger and best cliffhanger that i've ever yeah, done in, in it was just pretty well timed like yeah the session was coming to a good point where we were, like, cliffhanger. we were like okay this is a good time for a session to stop but then it was like where could we stop there's it's just you know it's just a ball but there's the, like i think we were so hyper focused on this Caldervaga tribe and Halfgringer being like oh salamanders you're you shouldn't really be here it's a bit weird and then that happened it's just sort of like it was all coincidental to Kalu and he was like yeah. ah, they come here they fucking murdered him they're gonna take over um next session <laughs> <laughs>
that's not the case. They didn't do it at all. Neither did anyone else in the room. Uh, we tried our best to sort of find out who it was. Um, but obviously, Kelly's suspicions are Quill has impersonated someone and gone in and killed uh, King Caspian to sort of sway the imbalance in the east so they can sort of carry on with what they were doing. Uh, Kelu literally interviewed the entire um, and got together a suspect list and <laughs> probably like really interviewed them well. Interrogation and everything. Um, but then we got sort of suspicious of other people. I Moran, the person who sort of worked under King Caspian. And then it sort of clicked in the brain like he's not actually here when he should be. And so should the rest of the clan. So we went down to the guild hall where they were supposed to be. And as soon as we stepped in the room, they were all dead. <laughs> Which is, uh, yep. Which was also a bit rough because it was like, right, so that's got rid of all these as suspects. But who's killed King Caspian? And who's killed these people? Um, we had a little look around. And then the big fucky-wucky got even more fucky. Um, when we opened the door and saw Rodan hanging from the ceiling with a note attached to him. And the note was similar to ones we've seen before, wrote by Krill. And on the note, it said, be careful who you take with you next time. Which basically means, A, all the disclosures we made about the Dragon Sanctum, and all of our plans, and everything we wanted to do to Rodan, is now in Krill's possession. So we have to <laughs> change all of that. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, the Rodan that yeah. they took with them was actually Krill impersonating. The entire time. time. Just to get information. Yeah. Yep. Which is shit, but also really good fucking storytelling. And I was like, that's so shit for us, but it's so cool. <laughs> so that happened. We got played. We yeah, got you, got played, yeah. you got played. Yeah. You got played hard. Yeah. We got caught with our ass out. Because I don't know I don't know if you remember, but that you were supposed to take somebody else with you. Yeah, we were supposed to take the girl. Yeah. You, then, no, you were supposed to take another. There was another dude that was part of the uh, the house, a part of that, that house uh, that you were supposed to take with you. Um, yeah, I can't it changed his last name, minute. but it changed last minute. Yeah, um, yeah, it changed last minute to to Rodan instead. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you guys at, the, at that time didn't click on. Oh, okay, and just took him with you anyway. Um, but that yeah. there was like a big old reasoning behind all of that that something happened and uh, it ended up being having to force to be Rodan, but it was just Krill dead. Yeah. yeah. Smart guy. Very, very smart, sneaky guy. <laughs> so, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. He's very much built up to be this shitbag that we hate. <laughs> and now we're on a warpath to murder him. <laughs> And yeah, really, that's almost the end of the arc. Like, at the end, 
King Caspian dies, we end up going up to see King Hemmer and telling him about his son passing from the assassination and saying, like, you know, we're going to solve this, we're going to look into it and we'll get revenge for you. Um, and that's when we got granted the wish scroll uh, before he died. Did he die? He did die, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Did the queen die as well or no? No, she's no, she didn't. Die. He's still alive. It's just the yeah. king passed because he had, the the magic got too much or something along those lines. Either yeah. way, he gave us a wish scroll. He said he can say the words to grant the wish, and we spent a good twenty minutes just formulating the words for the wish because we didn't want this to fucking backfire. But we ended up picking up the materials we needed for crafting Landon's suit. His mech suit, basically, is the best way to put it. Which, thinking about back on it now, if you worded it differently, you could have had it already built. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is you that. Yeah, you wouldn't have had that. to have all the materials there, but it's fine. Hey, it is what it is. There was a lot going on. It is what it is. Yeah, it there is was a lot going on, okay? <laughs> the wording of the spell was kind of, like, rushed, I would say. Because yeah. we needed to sort of, you know, fix shit. Yeah. Um, but we end up getting a lot of materials. And as of current, I believe it's just been finished as of episode 80. Go that bitch up. And yeah. That is um, that arc. Pretty much. Pretty much yeah. In, in its bare bones. No in its detail. bare bones. There, there was, yeah, there was yeah. a lot more stuff that happened than that. But I mean, this is. We would spend hours talking in, about yeah. that arc. There was a lot of stuff that happened in that arc. A um, lot of minor things that didn't contribute to anything, but there was a lot of things that uh, sort of happened. No so, but, um there was one thing that um, that I did like as well is like you figured out how the whole over within the the mines of Maradin, um, how the whole overgrown became a thing where there was like a tear yeah. in reality to and the Feywilds, uh, the Feywilds yeah. and yeah, there was sort of like a leakage of the Feywilds, mm. uh, which was interesting, um, which you guys figured out and thingy to do with that, um, but yeah. Um, the, did you explain that the the sort of the the house the the, the elves with um, that all sort of died at the end with um, Moran and stuff? Did you explain that they were like originally from a or left? Because, um, oh no! But yeah, so that is yeah, basically with yeah, so basically um, the that house I can't remember the house's name, but um, that house was like part of one of the that was uh, within a yeah, when Helvienna became into power and into rule, they didn't really agree with her, and they had a little bit of rising against her. Um, mm. She sort of uh, exiled them and kicked them out, um, and said like, "Yeah, we you're not allowed in Manon whatsoever. Um, leave immediately." So they did. They left um, and went went to um, Agrafell instead, and that's where they were. Um, so they were they are elves. Like so that arc alone is is fifteen sessions of. Probably four to five hours. 
Yeah, there was a there's a lot it was a that thick, you guys did. It was it's quite a lot going on. It's quite a lot going on, yeah. And it was uh, I'm for story wise, I think that it is my favourite for story. Like the story of that arc that's not necessarily fully tied to the main story of mm. the campaign is I think my most well written story. A good little I've... yeah. There was so many like sort of twists and turns that yeah i think and like what turned out to be a side quest actually ended up being tied to the main quest it did yeah with really good reasoning like the assassination of king caspian being like a good way to divide political power yeah and now they have a no leader and b there's a lot of fucking strife going on now yeah they've caused yeah. upset and it's gonna delay us yeah so yeah yeah, fucking Krill. Bastard. <laughs> Krill the bastard. I'm, we I'm both love and hate Krill. Yeah, Krill. I love him as a villain. He's like, a cool villain. Such a good villain. Because A, A, we've never seen him. B, he's always in the background. And yeah. like, it's just that added depth of like, who the fuck is this guy? But also, there's mystery and I kind of want to know more. But also 100%. stop stop showing up because whenever you do things go bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's so, a sneaky motherfucker. So I do like I do like Krill as a villain. And Helviana. Yeah. Helviana has built herself up to be this powerhouse of you know Definitely ruling man type yeah. girl. She's she's been yeah. She's been built up to be like this big general. And I'm yeah. very excited to fight her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, lots of shit happened this arc. Yeah. What would mm -hmm. be your favorite moments? Honestly, the whole dwarven city exploration. Mm, yeah, yeah. The, good the dwarven the dwarven city exploration was, I think, my most well designed thing I've ever done in my campaign. Yeah, I think it is so it was so well done from the start to the end mm. it was the sort of the whole story that went along with it um from the little pieces that you gathered while you were there um mm -hmm. the whole trek that went deeper into the mine to to go so far to the underdark yeah um, which was yeah hitting the hidden the layer of the dark and having sort of um a little bit of a, a little bit of crap going on and, and stuff down there which was pretty insane yeah. um and then being like yeah we're not going any further fuck this let's go back up yeah yeah which was actually where landon got in in injected with the which i don't think you've uh it hasn't been on. mentioned yet so hasn't been mentioned in some point around our adventure with uh with rodan uh, in air quotes krill when they went to the mine with krill landon was infected with the virus ooze thing that boreak uses to yep sort of manipulate and control people and then transform himself into them or shit like that yep and uh, that's kind of discovered at the very end of the 
Yeah, it's specifically like the like very end of the arc. Rob kind of sees something wiggling around inside yeah. there, like scalp. Uh, yeah, it kind of started with a really bad dream of like war and death, and then yeah, it just got worse. <laughs> yeah, it got, it got worse. worse. Yeah, it got worse because yeah. um, sort of to transition into this next arc it's kind of the start of that uh this arc is called the reclamation arc uh it is our current arc and it's looking to be a long one not gonna lie yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. As long. exactly so one of the first things we end up doing is actually going back to the dragon sanctum you know Start to warn people, start to like get, get people ready out. to move out again. Yeah. <laughs> All that progress of building shit up only to move again. Fuck. Yep. Fuck yep. Krill. Yep. Uh, but there we were talking with Samuel and trying to like do some research on this worm, trying to like figure out like ways get rid of it and we were close to something but then it failed and now Landon had even less time to take it off uh, so it kind of went down to last sort of killing Landon which is just wild yep sorry about that <laughs> no you know it's completely fine you know the guy you've been hanging out Practically your brother in arms at this point, and you're like, "Fuck, just die." <laughs> we'll maybe raise you up. Fixed. So like, damn. Okay, just that quick to like kill Landon off. <laughs> yep. And uh, <clears throat> like, granted, this is all because we have access to revivify, and we were able to revive Landon immediately. But still. But it's still like, <laughs> damn. Like, we could have at least tried something else, maybe. Like, you know, Landon didn't have to suffer through the trauma of dying from his friends. <laughs> hey, character building. Sure. That's, what we, that's what we like to call it. Character development. Sure. Um, so that was a big thing in the beginning of the of uh the arc but immediately like like had to be put to the side because bigger shit's going on so he kind of hasn't been able to like really deal with it but it's still like the back of his head a little bit it's like damn could have at least done something else i don't know you know just some but i guess not fuck me i believe yeah once we went to the dragon sanctum i think we then just beelined for quake i believe we yeah, did because we had the schematics and stuff and we, had we the also schematics told and we had we told marut to go to crate yeah to see corvic his creator yeah <laughs> which was just, yeah. yeah which it's there's a thin line right now i think i think marut's still dealing with a lot of Childhood trauma is the best way to put it. Yeah. We are. You we can't definitely come to are, accept but hey. Him. 
But hey, so, this whole campaign has been so heavy. True. True. It wouldn't be a D&D so, campaign without trauma. It wouldn't. Really, it wouldn't. So, we... So, we traveled to your stall to, pe to speak with Wilfrey. Did you spell the name Wilfer here? No, that's how it's spelled. That's how it's spelled? Yeah. W-I-L-F-Y-R. Yeah, it's spelled oh. that way. I always spelled it with the R before the Y. R before the Y. Three. No, it's that's how it's spelled. Spelling. It's spelled like Wilfear. Basically, it's yeah. It's spelled like Wilfear, but it's pronounced mm. Wilfrey. Got you. Elves. Okay. Elves. Elves for you. Fucking elves. Elves for you, truly. Well, he's a half elf, isn't he? Yeah, still, he's still a fucking elf. I don't actually hate elves, by the way, to everyone listening. I, I am actually a big lover of elves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you play a character that absolutely hates elves. Hey, character's character, baby. Don't hate character the player, hate the game. Truly. Don't, don't hate the, the player, game's hate the, game. the, <laughs> the game's the game. Truly. Okay. I'm just going through my notes right now. It's like all this world. Yeah, we, 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 go to, we go to Deerstall. That's when we try and sneak in on it because we find out mm. the place is overrun. Yeah. Yeah, the place is overrun. Did did Wilfrey move to Crate? Uh, no, Wilfrey went no. to Von Card, Von Card and Castle. Yeah. The Castle Laufey. Yeah. Right, so, right, right. So all the way way back when um, you guys With went the vampires to vampires and all that, the vampires and stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, he went to Von Carden Castle, um, which you met up with him there, um, mm -hmm. and yeah, you guys met him again, which you didn't expect, expect to meet him the way he is now. No, he became a half vampire now. Yeah, yeah, he's a vampire, half werewolf. Which he is, like, is the okay, first. Guy? He's the first ever hybrid. Which yeah, confused me because it was like his whole thing at the beginning was like, "Help us kill these vampires, these fucking teethy scum." And yeah, now, and yeah. Now he is one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because like, nah, you, man, you guys, um, you guys haven't seen him in very, very. Long. Um, the last time you saw him was assaulting vampires um yeah. before you went to the earth plane um so it's a, it a very very long time ago and i think he ended up coming to after sort of getting rid of those vampires ventured round to clear out realized that vampires are actually that bad um some of them obviously are bad and got rid of some of the ones that are terrible but then came to realize that some, but can't because most people don't accept them and uh yeah i think that's right. sort of the, as to what what he came to, wanted to sort of build a society of vampires um, to coalesce. Good old vampire socioeconomics yeah. and politics. Yep. Yeah. A civil okay, so I was able to find my place in my notes. Okay, nice. so we sneak into the stall. We discover that the actual guild hall is abandoned, and that's where we find clues to where he's actually at, which is Vonkarn Castle. Right, we discovered that he's a vampire, half vampire, half Mister Hybrid over here. 
and in that point we contact Dante uh, yeah. uh Kian's old character this is all like gathering of allies sort of deal for yeah. assaulting the stall and yeah, you know yeah, uh, as, um, I think Wolfrey has been like planning it for a little while as well. Yeah, uh, to take it back. To take it back, yeah. So, we discover that Dante and his side of the group, his little ragtag team of misfits and revolutionaries. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, we're actually able to take over Borussia, which is like, okay! Let's go! We love Dante that! just reenacting the entire of Les Mis, just in Borussia. <laughs> Les Mis! <laughs> Dante's doing a, a whole-ass musical. Doing a whole-ass musical over there while fucking overthrowing <laughs> the government. Yeah. So... Let's see, we discovered that the Namit family which is one of the major families of Barusia, is actually on our side. They actually joined our team, Dante and the others, to help overthrow the sort of influence of uh, the Black Hand in there. Uh, and they discovered that Barusia has been exporting items to Aurelicia, such as batteries, conductors, wood, glass, and electrical components, stuff that seems very mechanical. Seems like weird shit, you know, might be going on at Aurelicia. Mm. Which is, that's also another plot arc we just did not latch onto. We did Probably not. On there and, yeah. You know, another 40 sessions there figuring out what the fuck this has to do with the Stoner Convergence. Truly! But, but we do hear about stuff of an, ex an excavator. A giant machine being constructed, being constructed by Phoebean, uh, who's a half scientist. Oh yeah. Who might be working with Black Hand, who might be Pinky Finger, but we're not sure yet. We're not sure. It's speculation. That's a whole like side where we haven't caught on yet. But hey. Uh. Anyway, after that whole information, we are able to move our people to i believe it's von the von creighton castle yeah, right von Carden castle we move von Carden. well we move our your family to yeah Crake and hide them in, in yeah right uh, Craig. A, a random little workshop right um after corvix was brutally blown up blown up by uh after yeah. a little little tiff but they get together yeah. they're building a machine um, yeah, they're, building, uh, they're building your thingy, aren't they? Yeah, Mac and they're hiding out Mac, yeah. with them whilst we get our actual allies to Von Carden Castle. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's where we hear from uh, uh, Wolfrey that some of his scouts were taken to Walden. Uh, wait. Walden is? Yeah. Is Walden yeah. coming? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Walden was taken over by Helviano and then given to one of yeah. the elves. That's what we learned. And she's building an obelisk with a stone on top. Yeah, uh, it was kind of bad. Yeah. yeah. Really bad necromantic energy. And we had no idea what the fuck that was. So, 
two and two kind of needed to solve that. Yeah, and land. I don't know. I don't know why I, I attached myself to that so hard. Well, the like the overthrow in Walden. Yeah, just go save some scouts. I don't know why oh, yeah. I attached myself so hard to that. Hey, it was kind of. Yeah, I like that I did. Was like, mm -hmm. huh? I wonder why I was like so into that. Yeah. Also, like, we were really stupid and bold to think that just. The four of us could take yeah. over an entire town. Well, there was the hey! five of you because Yelvin oh, came did. with you, didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, guess what? We motherfucking did. Mm. True. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Watch the newest episode. Watch the, yeah, watch the newest episodes. <laughs> we had the amount of times that we plugged the newest episode. Oh, watch yeah. the newest episode. Watch episode eighty. Yeah, we well, it's gonna be funny. Because watch episode eight. Yeah. Yeah, watch episode 80, because it's probably not the newest by the time yeah. they well, edit it. Yeah. Whilst we're recording this, the newest one is 80. Is 80, yeah, episode 80. Oh, do us a favour. Fucking switch it on now. No, don't switch it on now. Finish this, then switch it on. Yeah. Well, actually, no. No, finish this, then watch... Then listen to the the first of the episodes. Well, yeah. Till yeah. Watch it in order. Yeah, watch, watch it in listen to watch, order. Watch all of our stuff. Yeah, just, just listen to everything. So let's yeah. right, 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 right. We'll we'll do the plug-in at the end, right? Yeah. Continue. Okay. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> Lannan's like, plug, plug, yo, plug, plug, plug. let's fuck some shit up. Let's go liberate Walden. You know? Hell yeah, lay miss. Hell good. yeah, lay <laughs> miss. You know? Tell, just show her that she can go fuck herself. You know? True. And we start heading over to Walden with uh, Wilfrey. What's no? Not Wilfrey, uh, Yelvin and Tell. Yelvin, yeah. Popping us out. Uh, and we kind of get... Do we get, like, close enough to, like, sense the effects of the obelisk? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Just, just, bef just before that, you, like, sort of find that there's a trade route that uh, goes yeah. between Asinior and Walden. You, yeah, you sort of intercepted the, uh, the, the cart and, uh the supplies and stuff and and took that yeah. over which was pretty well well done there's something i can't like i have this ring in my notes i think landon knows it is a or it was kelo and i wrote it. and it's like diabolus is like blocking a path in the soul not restraining it just yeah. blocking it but yeah. in, and they might be connected to something in bell seas um the, get to we we fuck up a convoy and take it over obviously then yep. we're able to play the part of like i think i'm a prisoner <laughs> i think I'm a prisoner. i think yeah. I'm, i was captured yeah or something and then we're we we just stride we into it in with our black uniforms yeah, yeah. It, it gave off like major you know classic world war ii film sneaking into the you know the nazi camp that sort of dealio yeah you know? gave off that sort of like we're sneaking behind enemy lines sort of deal it which we were bastards type yes vibes. literally literally good film yeah good film you know what once you're finished watching this go watch that film just for context so, from there, we kind of just 
throw all our plans to the fucking trash and just decide, you know, let's go loud and we fucking start fighting this. <laughs> I believe that's where we start on the last session, not last session. 78? Um, what, 78? Yeah, yeah. that's in episode 78, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that is believe, literally where yeah. it like, starts. Yeah, We start running yeah. on the roofs. Which that gives a recap anyway, oh, so... Uh... It brings you up to speed at that point. Yeah. We run through the roofs. We get into a massive fight right outside Diablo. And we just fuck shit up. Fuck, fuck, stop fucking spoiling No, no, no. Bitch, watched it. We fuck shit up. Yeah, you fuck shit up. We fuck shit up. And... I mean... Yeah, we fuck shit up. We go into the tower. Do you want me to keep going No, 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 no. You're going to have to watch the episodes. Yeah. If you want to know what happens there, you're going to have to listen to all the episodes. That's pretty much it for the... For the story. Up to speed. If you watch part one You're up to speed. With the basics. The main story. Obviously, throughout both of these parts, we've made disclosures and things like that. There's probably small characters that we haven't mentioned or small plot hooks that we haven't mentioned things that aren't really relevant the overarching oh, yeah. story or sub stories things like that there will be mentions through newer episodes of characters that we probably haven't mentioned throughout these recaps which hopefully right. if we do mention them we will sort of give a basis of where they lie mm -hmm. hopefully hopefully if we're not stupid yeah there is that but I think, now that, that we've is... done a whole up-to-date, is there any moments, like, let, let's do, for each of us, let's do, like, our top top three moments within Ooh. within the whole campaign so far. Um, not including, Ooh. like, the newest episodes that we've released, so not... 78, 78, right, okay, okay. But like the ones previous, like what has been like your top three? So, uh, are we talking just for our characters, or are we just talking? Uh, in uh, no, probably for your characters, like your your character, okay. your, your two characters. Like, what's your hmm. favorite moments for you? And I'll go for like ones my top sort of three. stand out. Hmm. Yeah, that stand like prominent. Like, if you know, hmm. if someone was to come up to you and say, "Oh." Um, What's like your top moments from your like four-year-long D and D campaign? Like, what hmm. do you say is like your top three? Um, and I'll 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 do the same, but obviously not with like a character because I'm a DM. But okay. The whole, like, Number one, three for Kelly. Number one, right at the beginning, right at the beginning, when Kelly had enough trust and faith in his companions to show that he was a magic caster and the fight with the Oni when it was thundering and Kalu yep. summoned his first lightning with just the thematic the scene the idea of sort of like dragging the thunder from the sky and shit out is yeah very yeah. cool very sort of like oh fuck he's not a rune knight he's a sorcerer <laughs> who shouldn't be using swords yeah <laughs> why is this man using swords <laughs> yeah that would probably be number one just for its sort of epic sort of reveal 
That's yeah. really good. Yeah, I really like that. Number two, again, another really early memory, but it's just one that just comes straight to my head, is Kelu and Landon's first sort of like heart-to-heart conversation. Oh, yeah, and the side of the mountain. On their way to Von Carden Castle to kill Laufey. Yes. When Kelu sort of opens up about his struggles with his prophecy and sort of the like unbearing weight of knowing that he has to do something about it when he just wants to live like a normal person yeah and sort of landon reassuring him and oh, then i'd say number three is less so like oh well, i don't know no no i'll leave that for a story moment character moment third best probably when Kelly first got his dragon I'll be honest. Or the fight with Bashaba when she's there, like, oh, I'm going to kill you all because I'm a god. And then Dragonfall and Kelly sweeps in and pretty much disintegrates her bottom half in lava. Yeah. That was cool as fuck. And just that fight was good. And yeah, as a pivotal moment for Kelly, just sort of getting used to his dragon form. Yes, I, I think I think there's there's a billion moments you could pick from. Oh yeah, some of the best ones are just the small sort of memories you have, like talking with other players or like having conversation. Yeah, just being real with each other, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah, and the big epic moments, of course. But top three for Kelly for me. Mm-hmm. Well, top three for Landon. Honestly, number one will always be the confrontation to his dad. When oh, Kelly yeah. put the soul yeah. ring on Cole. Was it Cole? What was his name again? Yeah, I put, uh, yeah when I put the soul ring on Cole and it brought out your yeah, Cole. dad's soul. Yeah. And that was such... It connected with me a lot. As a player, mm-hmm. for some reason, definitely not because of any fucking for. And <laughs> it was just such a strong emotional moment <laughs> for both me and Landon that I feel like that will always be like character moment. Mm. I think it. For me. Yeah, I think it helped them, like. Because it was sort of back and forth between me and you. I think we were both really emotional. Oh, yeah. Because Kelly was very much getting angsty and angry at, like, why are you kicking off? I'm trying to help you. Because as a player, I genuinely was why is he angry? It's your dad. No, like, yeah. Why are you angry? And then, like, you genuinely sounding upset made me <laughs> upset. <laughs> Honestly, like, the, the role-playing was, like... Yeah, it's so good when, when me and Landon get well, when all the players get immersed into the story, some of the role playing is sometimes you just forget that you're sat in your room. Yeah, you forget that you're sat playing nice. a, a, like a tabletop game. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Like, it's... power of D and D. It is the power of D and D. But I, yeah, that was a really good moment, really good interaction, and sort of like quite a strong emotional moment for Landon. I'd say that's probably gonna stick with him for a long time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, second character moment, the conversation with Kelly at the side of the mountain. Yeah, just boy. Nice little moment. Yeah. I, it was just raw emotion. 
Yeah, I. Yeah. It's like the first time I actually connected with Landon mm. as like character, as like player to character, and like yeah. I, I've talked to this about to Kelu to Kian before. I don't know if I if I haven't mentioned it to Adam, mm. but back then I was not connecting with Landon as a player. Yeah, right? yeah. Like part of me wanted to be like, I'm I'm thinking of just killing him off and playing a different character. Honestly, yeah. mm. and then that moment, and then that moment kind of was like, okay, I'm vibing with this. I, I like, like this. this. Yeah. yeah, I like this connection I have now, and it kind of just looks where you are now. My... Yeah. yeah, look at me still playing, still playing little old Landon. Yep. And... Yeah, and no, Karen, I'll wait until you've done like your yeah your third third character moment uh, even though it hasn't been fully explored yet is definitely his death oh the him whole being... us killing us killing yeah him. yeah him nah. <laughs> just being killed by his own friend <laughs> whoops yikes and for me it's such a big moment for Landon that I do want to keep exploring it but it's also yep. he can't he knows he can't really explore it right now yeah yeah there's stuff going much, yeah, yeah. It's there's too a conversation. much going on yeah to, like even touch upon it and it's it might conversation it might blow up later yeah if he doesn't like doing anything about it yeah it yeah. Be a, yeah it might just be a conversation <laughs> after like remember when you guys actually killed me yeah, <laughs> and you get really yeah. emotional. Because <laughs> I'll be honest, Kelu suggested it, and Kelu hasn't thought about it ever since. <laughs> yeah, over and it. that's what fucks him up. Like, <laughs> Kelu was like, like, "Bro, Kelu was like, here's a solution, problem solved, done, memory wiped, doesn't need to be thought on." <laughs> Whereas Landon <laughs> has got this trauma attached to him. He's, that he's is so big. <laughs> To Landon, it's like <laughs> my friends just killed me, and they saw me back like it was nothing. Like I understand we have the ability to bring him back, but you still fucking killed me. You downright murdered me. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Are we not gonna talk about? Okay, I guess we're not gonna talk about it. Okay, I am just gonna deal with this on my own, I guess. Yikes! Such a I so want to keep exploring that because it's so good. Oh, I'm excited for that conversation. Oh, uh, same. Honestly, oh, same. My God. I, I got a feeling that's going to be another cult situation of like, you're actually going to get upset. <laughs> like, you killed me? What are you doing? And Kelly's going to be like, what do you mean? I, I saved you. What's the problem? <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, and like, the other like small connection is that keep behind the screens i don't know if mm. adam has mentioned it uh there was a small chance if that didn't like get resolved that landon was gonna switch side oh yeah so if yeah if the whole like worm <laughs> situation didn't get sorted then landon would have actually been consumed and turned to a darker path yeah, you know, I think history. at that point, 
at that point, my character is no longer in my hands at that point. Yeah. That is completely Adam's character now. I am rolling a new character. Which yeah, I actually I... had plans to roll. You... I, oh. I was ready to go in with a new character. You've got a history of just having characters that turn no. evil and then okay. get redeemed. Okay. The first time was because I wanted to. Okay? Fair enough. With Han and your campaign, that's because I wanted to. This second one was completely off my... Okay, and it just ended True. on me. And... Okay, True. that's kind of funny. It's me again. It I was know. a random roll as well, but... <laughs> it was a random roll. Yikes. And honestly, it kind of makes sense because they're missing a pinky. So... True. Yeah. Like, even yeah. then, I'm like, hey, that would be funny if, like, Landon... Like has to be forced to help the bad guys in some way. I'm, I'm really glad that it didn't happen that way, though. I'm really yeah. glad. I'm, I'm also glad it didn't happen to Rob. Imagine Rob trying to oh be... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, guys. Uh, Whoa. Can you guys teach me how to be... Uh, what, what's it called? Evil? Can you, do you want, <laughs> what's this evil thing you guys do? Because I'm not quite uh, getting it. <laughs> that would be too uh, funny. Oh... Uh, don't suggest that to okay. him. He has a big fuck off Warhammer, and I don't want to fight yeah, him. Yeah, he does. He's a scary he fucking guy. Oh, wait, spoilers. Ah, <laughs> uh, they'll find out eventually. Um, um, so, my my top sort of moments within the whole entire campaign as DMing um, is number one, I think that, like, for, for where I sort of start. And to how I thought that it was gonna go is not how I thought it's gonna be now, if that makes sense. Like, I originally thought that, you know, I, I never did anything like D&D before I started. And uh, at first I was sort of thinking, it's not gonna be something majorly crazy and turn into something as big as this. Um, but um, when we first started the campaign, well, the adventure slash campaign literally had a completely different name. Um, it wasn't Tyranny of the Backhand, it was called something else. Um, and it was only just going to be a small adventure. Just something that I was trying. Um, but it turned into something completely big and amazing. And But I think that my one of my just like top full moments of is when doing the whole... <sighs> I think when going and doing the uh, Bell Seas, when after doing that sort of like designing that type of story writing and and the horror of it, that really sort of pulled me away from the style that I've been doing and changing it to adapt to the sort of atmosphere that it was in. And I really enjoyed diving into that and designing it and all the intricacies that, that made up the whole curse within Belsies and Emeril. I think to me it was just purely full horror as, as it should have been expected. And I, I think it was really, in my opinion, was really well yeah. done in my, on my behalf. Um, I think it was... I'd say by that point you have like... You already had like so much lore built up and so many like yeah. you could pull from. It's like yeah. you had so many like intertwining things that all just sort of got pulled, which made it work. Yeah, exactly. 
and it was so much i don't know the story just had so much depth to it by that point it was it got to the point where it was like shit this is a whole new dm really yeah 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 um and secondly uh to a second note i think the the mines of maradin was my favorite design thing i've ever done in my camp like designing yeah. that dungeon favorite ever you oh you, or your favorite ever. no it's like my favorite design thing i've ever done like Damn. Ever, okay. ever designed um i think the the way that the sessions went how well you guys played mm. within it and how sort of big how big it was but yet wasn't too complex it was i i i think it it worked phenomenal like it was like to the point was probably my peak of of dming at that point it was purely amazing i i at least i feel like with how you enter it like the entrance in to where you went on like the mine carts and things and that sort of like, rapid experience of being on the mine carts and going in, um to them being in this big gigantic room filled with constructs and plants that were all roaming about and having this whole underdark feel figuring out where the fey and the plant life is coming from it was yeah. just sort of loads of things intertwined into but worked that it just worked and i i don't know it and the, the ending of that part as well like the end with the bane coming in and 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 killing bashaba and stuff it was just it was it was an epic ending to it and i, I think it worked really well um mm -hmm. but um and then moving on to like my third point would probably be the fact that i get to dm for you guys i think oh just... you soppy bastard i know it's soppy as fuck but mm. actually having this opportunity to to do all this for for you guys um including robin and, and now drinda it's 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 taken a really big portion of my and i i couldn't now imagine not doing it if that makes sense like it, i couldn't imagine it sort of pulling it if i pulled like D, D out of my life right i feel like i'd be miserable um it would just it it would my a big purpose within my life would just go and uh and it, I, i'm glad that you guys enjoy as enjoy the world that i've created as as much as i do um, yep. and filling yeah, it with yeah. the npcs yeah. and um and all the the characters villains the terrain the the sort of the atmosphere that i build for you is is it's it's all for you guys i do it all. and it, the enjoyment that i get out of it from you guys having these cool and epic moments with your characters and allowing you to just like freely roam as much as you want old it's and seeing the enjoyment that you guys get out of it is, is phenomenal I, I, it, an experience that I would ever give up. The reward, um, yeah, putting all is. my effort in. Them. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think it's just it's such a, a whole. I come to do D and D and do this campaign. It's just this sort of, um, this wholesome sort of moment between friends, just playing a game and and having fun with it. Um, I mean, that is what this is at the end of the day. Yeah, it's just it is. The five of us just fucking about in a little, basically, a little yeah. made-up world in our head. Basically, yeah. 
that Which somehow manages to cause so much emotion, stress. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and excitement. But on on a an extra little note, it's nice now that I've got to the point where I actually have so much of the made that I can just pull from it. Like I can just literally pull from yeah. like a memory bank of just so much lore and so I know within the world that yeah. I could just like pull straight from the ether because mm. I know it's there. Yeah. Um, it's it's nice to get to that point within a campaign or world when you're building um especially from like when i said like from the start i basically had nothing uh to now mm-hmm. being up to this point where i can be like you guys could find a book and rather than me actually sitting there having planned the book for about half an hour i could just be like yeah this book is on this and i know because i've developed yeah. the world it's 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 just sort of it's nice to get to that campaign it makes such a cool experience for you guys to just dive into um because it's it's already there at your disposal, but know it all. Um, so, but it's anyway. I think um, we'll conclude the recap. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening um, to this story recap. It has been an absolute blast of a journey uh, prior to uh, all of the episodes that have been released. Uh, to which uh, any time that you are listening to this um however many episodes are out at the time i do not know um but at the, this current time there is two available um with the extended parts for each uh, which you can go and listen to uh, but there is most likely going to be more when uh, you're listening to this if you're listening to this for this time um yeah. we're also available on various different socials we're on Insta- facebook we're on uh we're on twitter uh we have a discord server as well which is mainly just for private um things uh but if you are interested in sort of joining our server for viewing some more um very sort of close details to what privately message me or email me um and i'll see if i can discord um but other than that thank you very much all for listening in oh uh, another extra note i am looking also into youtube uh to be able to put stuff onto youtube at some point uh which would be most there won't be like a video to go with it it'll most likely just be like images or a slideshow to go the audio something to stick on it just Mm. because we don't have the video fortunately for all of us um as we are very limited with um but uh we're making do with so um bear with us um and if you are listening to this and we are already on youtube then hi um but yeah thank you and we'll catch you final plugs final plugs so number one i know adam has mentioned it we are on uh facebook instagram and twitter as roll initiative dnd one word for all of them number two please head over to the fucking instagram because there is so many references images there like adam is an amazing descriptive dm however sometimes descriptions can come out differently than what we are picturing over yeah. there you will find pictures of each of our characters which yes. were suggested and drawn lovely by connie underscore arts with a z amazing artwork amazing a really good simplistic sort of look on the characters 
they look amazing. We were blown away. For... And reason, reasonably priced as well, to be quite fair. Very good um, if you want and... to shoulder up. And um, to sort of give a little bit of a review on him, very good communication myself and him when I was gay. Um, he was asking a bunch of questions and yeah, he was, he was very sent me sort of progress images um, for each. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was it was very nice. There we are. Go check him out on Etsy. Fully, fully recommend. Go check him out on Etsy. Apart from that, check out the socials. Watch all of the episodes, please. We put a lot of effort into uh, we do. Sort of sessions, even though it's yeah. just for our fun. We sort of, you know, Adam slaves away at recording and editing all of these. Yes, so, I do. <laughs> please do watch them all. Please do have a listen and join in on our really stupid journey that will probably end in disaster. <laughs> we hope to have you in with us. Uh, yes, hopefully. As a final plug, you know, watching Glorious Bastards. It's a good yes, movie. Yes, watching Glorious Bastards uh, so you can get all of the content. Yes. Truly. I personally am watching Senate Edition, so watch those as well if you wish. Yes. Uh, and that's pretty much it. And Game of Thrones. Watch Game of Thrones. It's really good. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Except for season, what, season, the last two? Yeah. That's yeah. Not, right, we'll do a whole other podcast about how shit came out. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's been a pleasure. Right Recap is done. We hope you're all up to speed. Thank the Lord. Like we said, if there's any characters we miss out or anything, we should make future episodes. If not, fucking comment. Just say, yeah. who the fuck's this guy? Yeah, just comment. One of us will get, get to. Yeah. One of us will get to. Just contact us and just say, well, who the hell's this guy? And we'll be like, well... We'll do our it's, best to answer. We'll do our best. Yeah, we'll do our best. Yeah. I yeah. will pull from my various thousand notes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.